Welcome back to the Hunger for Knowledge podcast. Uh, thank you for everybody tuning in. And we have a special introduction into today's show. We have brand new music from Will that we'll be playing before the show. So please listen to it all. And and the link to Will's music will be in description. So please support him and um, listen to the song the whole way through. And then the show will start after that. Thank you. Can't you see that the world is tumbling down Stand up It's time to take your head up off the ground Where are we now? Stand Good up in the crown That encircles the light it was on television, so I guess that means it's right. Got me yelling, let my people go free like Moses. They got them all caught up in hypnosis. Cause it would seem that this is the grand opus. I wish that people could learn through osmosis. So I could hug them and they could see what I've seen. The studies and the testimonies are not from a dream. Were you born yesterday? You don't know that people scheme. Dividing the people to get you caught up on a team. Cause you can fool some of the people some of the time but never everybody and this is my body it's not your body i know you got some shots but your nose still snotty is that anthony Fauci or is that john Gotti? when he speaks it resembles the stench of a porta potty this is medical monopoly do you think that man on television is your friend what if he is singing things that simply are pretend They all sound robotic, they just don't got it Voice lacking conviction, they know that it's a fiction Can't you see that the world is tumbling down? Stand up, it's time to take your head up off the ground we now stand it's a farce, it's a fraud, it's a ploy How could I look at the face of my daughter and my boy And tell them that I didn't stand with evil at the door So many stuck their heads in the sand trying to ignore You can be asleep on your feet without a snore If you can't see the reason the people are standing for Republican and Democrat, put aside your spat You're not each other's enemy, somebody taught you that that's our abuser, that's our oppressor Hold on to each other and we'll make it through the pressure A whispering old man can still be predatory If no means no, please tell me what's the story How can something that can kill ever be mandatory? How could that legacy ever be a thing of glory? Only if time it strips the people of its right Calling me a terrorist when I don't want to fight all I really want is to simply be left alone To live my life informed by the things that I have been shown When you are not allowed to think for yourself Your rights and your freedom are the realest form of wealth Can't you see that the world is tumbling down? Stand up Time to take your head up off the ground Where are we now? Stand up Peace and love to Kyrie Irving 
What they did to that man is unnerving If it is my body, do I not deserve a choice? How do you justify just ignoring my voice? When ignorance is weaponized, the truth isn't recognized Hero becomes zero and zero becomes a villain Words of wisdom, I find myself concealing Just cause I don't wanna offend nobody's feeling It's downright Orwellian That's why the world is on the edge of rebellion Enough is enough The news filling people's heads with a lot of fluff And they are all funded by pharmaceutical felons I hope that the truth blows like Mount St. Helens So everyone can feel, everybody can see That I stand for the free world, this ain't just for me Arm your mind with a variety of facts The narrative they're pushing, you'll see it has many cracks Keep your vax and relax, we gon' push it to the max I am a man of love, I am a man of peace But bodily autonomy, I will not let it cease Can't you see that the world is tumbling down? Stand up, it's time to take your head up off the ground. Where are we now? Stand up. Stand up. Stand up Stand up All right, beautiful people in a crazy ass world. What's going on? Welcome back to the Hunger for Knowledge. As always, I'm Will Beatty here with Rob Tibbins. What's up? Today we have a, a, a special guest. We got we got my man Jordan Yarbrough in here. Jordan, uh, th- a dude I watched grow up, becoming successful. You know what I mean? Like I like that. Success is energy. You know what I mean? He carries that energy. You know. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, it, it, thanks for coming on. Hey, appreciate it. Appreciate you both having me on today. I'm excited to chop it up. Yeah, man. And uh, and, and take it. But yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, I know that. You, you know, you recently uh, opened up a law firm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I just wanted to, you know, hear a little bit about it, man. And yeah, yeah, of course. So, um, we, yeah, we just brand new, actually, a couple months ago, um, me and a, a good friend of mine down in Florida, uh, down in Orlando, we went to school together and um, opened up our own shop, kind of merged together, uh, doing focusing personal injury law, uh, a little immigration, and uh, federal tax law. So, areas... Never go dry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, never go yeah. dry there. Um, and now I am still working full time with another, you know, firm, but um, transitioning here over the next month to handle our own shop full time. And uh, it's been good, man. It's been uh, every day we have, you know, new things coming. Um, actually, as you know, I'm flying out tomorrow down to Orlando and um, have some new clients to onboard next week. Which is, uh, you know, why we got to kind of get back a little early to, to handle that. But, uh, you know, it's a process, man. I'm excited for it. And, um, you know, this year is going to be, it's going to be a hustle. But, um, you know, yeah. I'm excited for it. You know, plant that seed and, and see where it goes from there. That's good, um, man. Yeah. That's good. So when you say tax lawyer, what do, you, how, do you have to get involved in the cryptocurrency tax stuff? Ah, you, you deal with it. You deal yeah. with it. So you're going to have clients that come on and say, hey, you know, Jordan, uh, 
you know, I got all this crypto and stuff, uh, IRS, you know, what's going on with that? And, and the funny thing with that, though, is it's still so new yeah. with the banks and, and with the IRS that um, they don't have clear-cut right. laws a lot of times right. with that. You know, you see it, but it's not clear-cut. But um, at least with the IRS and the tax portion is, you know, income is income. Right. You know, so general rule is if you made money, if you sold some lemonade on the street, it's taxed. I, you know, they gotta, gotta it, get their portion. Yeah, they gotta get the portion. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, crypto is it's it, it's so new. It's so it's it's still fascinating. Yeah. You know, on how how it's evolving, and you know, these next couple of years, we're gonna see just um, so many more regulations, and it start it's going to start to become the, the normal. Yeah. is what it's gonna be. I mean, I've been doing it for like five years, so like even five years ago, there was no ta- there was like. You, they didn't even talk about taxes then about it they wanted that you like there was no structure to talk to figure it out you know mm-hmm. and i think we're getting to the point now where it's become you know people are making so much money off it that's really what you know at the end of the day when you're making that much money off it they're definitely going to want their cut mm-hmm. you know so they'll find ways to figure it out but cool thing the great thing i say about crypto and the bat and what could be bad too is the fact that it's you know very it can be a a freedom thing but it also can be used for nefarious things you know uh you know and unfortunately i love it but like it's it's just become industrialized it's become it's not it's not like when i got into it it was about just about freedom and like giving people alternatives to money and Mm-hmm. And that stuff, and I, I don't see it that way anymore. I see it as commercialized, and it's the new thing, you know. Exactly. And it's and I mean, I definitely see that. I see five years from now that this is going to be the new economy. Mm-hmm. I, I think everything's going to be tokenized. I sent him a link about uh, music, like this one. This one uh, token is is royal, and basically, you can invest. Like and so instead of yeah, that was, yeah. instead of the that music industry owning like eighty percent, like them mm-hmm. only getting eighty percent of the profit. In this scenario, the 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 creator gets eighty percent of the profit. Basically, what happens is, I don't know who, whatever example you want to use, but uh, like Drake or somebody, like before he was Drake, mm-hmm. like somebody saw him and said, "And I want to invest in that guy." Well, now you can invest in that guy through this. I can. It's just Joe Schmo on the street, mm-hmm. and now I'm helping his career. But I also now getting dividends from that. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And and also, or if you had Will on there, you want to invest in him now. Now he's he's gaining uh, you know like money from off the online sales and blah blah blah, and like mm-hmm. that's going straight to him as opposed to whoever in the rec- record industry. So yeah. it's kind of like just like that. And I, I can't believe it took this long to do it, but like just from like that scenario, it's amazing. So that's the good, great part of it. You know, yeah. it's going to help people in general, but mm-hmm. the, you know, so. Yeah. I think that that's the, <clears throat> the thing that uh, I think the reason why I haven't really engaged like cryptocurrency is because in the back of my mind, I've always thought like, kind of low like what you were just saying about yes it's it, it, it's it's a great idea yeah but the way that it could possibly be used is like kind of like it, like if all right so if the entire world really did function off of that 
your the ability to have your shit completely okay. cut the fuck off Absolutely. is so real that I think that ultimately it is going to change the way people communicate because they're not going to say certain things because that's the, you know, you say one thing next thing they cut your shit. It was like the guy, I think I told you about the, there was the one dude uh, living in China and he, social credit score. Yeah. He was living over there in China and he was like a fighter and he was an MMA fighter. (laughs) And he was, he was like, he would just beat up all these karate dudes and shit. He's like, this is fucking stupid. Like, this this is bullshit. So, if you offended karate in China, yeah. that's an offense to the nation. So, they lowered his social credit score to the point where, he, like, he had this fight on the other side of China. And he was going to take a flight. And they reduced his shit so much that he couldn't take a flight to this place. And he had to drive like across China to get to this match. And it's like, that's wild. That's insane. Like, that's that's a crazy thing to think like that because you could say some shit and then literally somebody could like, like um, almost delete your social, like, you know, identity or some Mm -hmm. shit. That's fucking weird. (laughs) And and they do have, I mean, they've been talking about it for a while now, but they have the, the, uh, each country is talking about digitalizing their, so you got the digital dollar, right? You yeah. know, they're talking about that now. And yeah. they're talking, other, I mean, China already has the digital yuan, and they already are using it in the social credit score mm-hmm. yeah. already. So, like, basically in America, what they're saying is they're going to give everybody a wallet, a digital wallet. Yeah. You ever open your account and you see your account, it already says digital wallet on it. Yeah. If you look up, like, your Wells Fargo account, like, my Wells Fargo account and my I have BBT. Well, it's not BBT anymore. It's Trust or something. Yeah. And it says digital wallet. And now, okay, it's on a computer screen. So they'll say, well, it's just, you know, it's on the, that's why it says digital wallet. But in my mind, already it's like they're they're getting you ready. Mm-hmm. And basically, like digital dollar, like a, a lot of people that thinks that are trying to figure out what they're trying to do is basically they're going to control your income. And they're gonna, you're gonna get a certain amount of dollars, digital dollars, every month, and they're because they want to control everything. They want to control the flow, liquidity of money. They want to control mm-hmm. who gets what amount of money, and you know, if you're behaving yourself, you get a, you get to keep that money. If you don't behave yourself, you we might just tax an interest payment on you. So now you have less money. You know, it's crazy. Like and like you said, the thing about cryptocurrencies is. That's the easiest. That's an easy way to do it. So it's like it's like uh, uh, you know people will complain about it probably one day, but then they'll be like, "Well, you guys created this. Remember, this is right. this is how this is what happens to all things that are commercialized, right? right. Mm-hmm. Everything that has this natural and organic start right. becomes co opted and dug out and then used by a system that usually. People are trying to fight against the system. That's how these things start. Right. And then these things get hollowed out and then they like kind of like weaponize it against people. Like it's fucking weird. Like when you really think about, well, I, like I talk, I, I think about like with music. You know what I mean? Like, at, you know, I, you know, I sent you guys that song that I just put out. I just mm-hmm. put out a new song. Uh, 
It's called Stand Up. Link will be mm-hmm. in the description. Maybe we'll play it in the beginning. We will. Maybe we'll play. Yeah. Maybe we'll that. play it in the beginning of the we'll so, so y'all can hear it. Yeah. But when I like play stuff like that for people, it's almost kind of like people are like looking at it like you're not supposed to say shit like that. <laughs> it's like, well, if I'm not supposed to say the truth, if I'm not supposed to say like what's really going on, like what I'm I supposed to just make up a fantasy like about like my life and like the things that I see like I get it there's a time and a place for everything you know there's you know but that there's also a time and a place for for truth and it's like with music mm-hmm. that's one of the places where you can definitely see that from a commercial aspect they just robbed it of all of its kind of like spiritual qualities like all of the things that were like good and positive moving about it they're like no that can't succeed today you got to say some shit about you gonna do this to the girl, and you, 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 you better say you better say the right shit, or like, it's it, it's it's really strange. Um, one thing I was thinking about earlier was, you know, is with you in in the law is just like I think these times now that we're living in, we've become really, uh, people are becoming more informed of the fact that they don't know shit about their rights or the law. Absolutely. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, people mm-hmm. are kind of figuring, finding this. They're like, shit, I don't even know. Like, is this, can you do this to me? Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. and it's making people ask those kinds of questions. I mean, you living in Florida, you know, down there with DeSantis and stuff. Like, people, <laughs> seems a little different down there. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. a different situation yeah. to the point where I'm literally every day thinking in my head, like, do I have to, like, flee this place? Do I have to like get the fuck out of here before something before the you know they 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 do some shit uh, that I don't think would happen in Florida. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it's funny you bring that up because uh, being in Florida, you see it. You know, and it's funny that everyone from outside of Florida will say, "Oh man, you guys look crazy on the news." And I'm like, "No man, Florida is it's fine. It's nice. DeSantis is doing his thing." I love the guy. He's he's running the, the, the state, the economy well, because he knows that this whole entire time you need an economy flowing. You need to be open. Right. We need tourism. You know, if uh, and we, we do see people flocking there every day. Yeah. Um, hundreds and hundreds of people moving to Florida every it's day. Exodus. Three, three biggest uh, ones are Florida, Texas, Texas, and uh, Tennessee, I think yep, is the third yep. one. And, and the, the trend with all three of those, no state income tax. And, you know, so it's cheaper, first right, of all, right, right, for people right. leaving uh, New York City, leaving Philly, uh, California, yeah. um, Canada, all these places, or if they can get out of Canada right, right. now, but they're just flowing down here. Uh, yeah, so it's noted saying income tax on those three states. On top of that, you've got really relaxed government. Right. And so, um, and especially when, you know, we're dealing with COVID yeah. right now, um, things are open and uh, people are outside, outside, you know, believe it or not, outside is good for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, sunshine is good, everybody. <laughs> yeah. no, uh, it is good for that you. Vitamin D. Yes, exactly. And warm weather. And so, you know, like I tell people too, if Florida was so bad with COVID, why is pretty much every major sports program hosting teams there? hosting their you know super bowls their nba championships there we saw the nba bubble was in orlando yeah um you know we had super bowl we have uh, mls and mlb had their bubble in there during covid um uh, what was it ufc dana white wanted to make uh, jacksonville one of his major hubs along with out in vegas didn't he buy an island though 
Yeah, he did. He did yeah, do the island, island right? Yep. That's crazy. Yep. But you have all these things. <laughs> Toronto Raptors based out of Tampa. Right. They had to, they had to go down there because they yep. couldn't they couldn't do it up there. The US teams couldn't go into Canada, right? But they, yep. But they had all these cities and states of options, but everyone keeps choosing Florida. It's like, well, we're so bad. Why do you keep choosing here? I mean, he remember Warren? Yeah. Warren moved to Florida. Now. That's crazy, man. I was just thinking about Warren the other yeah. day. Yeah, he moved oh, to Florida. Shit. That's what... So this guy we played basketball that was with, my older guy. guy. Yeah. And uh matter of fact, matter of fact, I gotta say this because you'll notice this. Warren introduced Eric's parents to each other. Okay. And he was like he'd be coming and playing at the rec. He was a wild dude. I used to go <laughs> hang out with him in Lancaster, like he was a wild dude, but uh, I missed that dude. He was he, he was good. That's good. What? 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 You saw us on like Facebook or something? No, no. He he comes back and plays. Comes Tuesday, Thursday. Every really? Yeah. Oh shit! Played, I gotta go we see him. Tuesday, Thursday morning, okay. and he would come play. Well, when he lived here, he would play every every Tuesday and Thursday. But then that's a dude I'd love to have on this show. Yeah. <laughs> but like he lived in Cal- he had a house in. I want to say New Jersey or New York. I can't remember, but I think his family originated from New York and then, or New Jersey and moved mm-hmm. here. And then he owned, um, a lot of the, um, re- the, uh, recycling like, um, places like metal okay. recycling and stuff. And wait, and- I got it. I need to spoil it. I completely fucked this Warren up. This is not the Warren that I'm talking about. <laughs> We're talking about two different people. I just had this idea. I was like, this is not the same Warren. I was like, and then it came into my mind. It came into my mind. I was like, all right, maybe. I don't know. Warren's a good dude. I mean, I don't know. Oh, man, no. But no, I like that guy too. I'd love to have him on the podcast. He's always, yeah, we play basketball with him. Yeah. But so, but he. So he sold his house. I can't remember if it was New Jersey or New York. But anyways, he sold his house over there and then was like splitting time. And then he retired from the recycling place, gave it to his kids and stuff. And mm-hmm. he moved to Florida because he's just like, you know what? First off, you, people move to Florida when they get old anyways, before all this stuff happened. Yep. You know? So now it's just like, it just gave me more reason to move there, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I mean, he's not here to play basketball, which sucks. But like... You know, good for him. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's. Uh, I mean, I. I think in my mind, it's the it's the doing it. That's all it is, really. I mean, it's the getting everything lined up to make that it's, happen. Because I don't even think I have to convince my family. family at this point. I'm. Yeah. It's. It. I'm ready. Two years ago, we we almost sold the house, and I wanted to move not just to Florida. I wanted to move out of the yeah. country. Yeah. Now, Puerto Rico's not out of the country, technically out of the country. <laughs> I guess not. But like for crypto people, a lot of crypto people yeah. moving there because you gotta pay four percent federal tax if you move there. Yeah, so man. they're taking their, their crypto fortunes and they're paying four percent and calling it a day. Yeah. You that's, know? That's crazy. But I mean, I don't know that I mean that's not really getting away from America is not really Puerto Rico to me. That's not, like, yeah, that's it's still kind of like, you know, same, I mean, yeah. it's, it is. It's know. not moving away from right. America. You're still intertwined. Right. You know, so yeah. it's kind of whatever. But like, I mean, I was ready. I'm still ready, but like, because of my kids, what I'm going to do, yeah. you know, kids yeah. ain't going to come with me. They're, you know, I got two older kids that are out of the house. They're not, they're, they're not coming to wherever I'm going. Yeah. 
you know, and then, I don't know. So it's kind of family keeps me here. That's the thing. I, I don't, I'm at the point, like everybody who I, in my, in my house, everybody, I think it's cool with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Go. Like, I think that they all are just, you know, like my parents, they'll, like, they, they, I know they don't want us to move. Um, but it's like, yeah, I think a lot of that too, kind of, kind of get it, come with. Well, I don't, nah, my dad told me he'd never move out of Pennsylvania. I was like, you say that like this is like fucking Mount Olympus or some <laughs> shit. Like, what do you mean? Like, like, but it's like, um, I think my family's ready for it, but we're kind of like fighting like the influences of people who don't want us to do that. Yeah. And it's kind of like slowing that process down. But I, I'm... If I had to guess, that's actually what's happening. Yeah. Like I would like to make it happen. I just have to make it happen. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. But uh, gotta take yeah. that step. Yeah, you just mm-hmm. gotta take the step. You know what I mean? Like you got, and that's. Uh, I think in my life, I've been uh, hesitant at times. You know what I mean? Like I, I I'm uh, sometimes I'm a little unsure of myself. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, 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 I still eventually do it. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to like music and shit. So many people told me when I was younger, when I was like, it's like, yeah, I want to make an album and shit. People be like, you're an idiot. Like, why do you think you should? You live in Ephraim. Why do you think you should make a a rap album? What the fuck are you even thinking? Like, and I listen to people and I let it like kind of fuck with me for a while. But then like when I was like 21, you know, uh, uh, Nell took me. Nell took. Nell was responsible for me going to the first two or three studios I went to. Because mm-hmm. the first that. one I ever went to was Vans. Yep. <clears throat> that was the first one. <laughs> and uh, that was just in Vans, like, parents, like, like, shed type of thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> And um, <clears throat> then I ended up going down with, with, with Richie mm-hmm. and, and, you know, in Norristown. And that's where I recorded, like, my whole first album. But, you know, uh, uh like you were saying, though, it's it's about taking that step, you know, and that's yep. that's what anything really is about, you know. Exactly. Van Van's actually in Florida. I know, I know, I know. I know. So they, they did you were, did you live here originally and went to Florida? Yeah, anyway, we didn't yep. go into yep. like so your so backdrop. Yeah, so I, I grew up here, grew okay. up in Ephrata. Um, you know, went through high school here and everything, and then came when when I was about eighteen. So college came, and I actually went to North Carolina. Okay. So I was like, yeah, I'm done. I always knew in my head, hey, I'm getting out of here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's great, you know, but I, I'm somebody I want to go see things. Right, right. You know, there's, there's a whole world out there. And um, it wasn't enough for me to just say, oh, let's go to college in Philly or something or Penn State. No, I want to get out, get out. Right. <laughs> and I like warm weather. So, um, yeah, I went to Carolina. Um, I have a lot of family down there, actually. Uh, my mom's side, they're all from North Carolina. So I um, first year went to UNC Asheville, ran track. Um, for them sprints jumps and then um you know it wasn't quite my scene so i transferred north carolina a&t uh in greensboro and um actually it's funny jr smith goes there now <laughs> he, he just re-enrolled in the college yeah. at a&t so i'm Already's sure that's straight a's yeah right <laughs> he actually he, he put a, a quote or not a quote but he he tweeted the other day and it said something 
uh, about math. He's like, since when does math have letters in it? And uh, people were commenting, you're, tr- you're a true Aggie now. <laughs> Welcome to A&T. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, A&T was cool, man. It, so I, I finished off there, track, economics was my background. And that's what I graduated with. And then um, from there, I went down to, to Florida, Jacksonville for law school. And uh, now I'm in Orlando. I've been there about two years. Uh, Florida for nine years, Orlando for two. Um, but, uh, yeah, just uh, it wasn't warm enough for me in Carolina. I had to keep going. I had to keep going. And, um, and Van, like I said, Van's down there now. Yeah. He's in Jacksonville with uh, Nell and Van are both in Jacksonville. Um, and uh, But, yeah, you, they, they made the step, man. Got to make the step. That's and the point, you know. That's what it is. And, and with the law firm now, too, I've been, this is something I've been sitting on for years. You know, I've always, whether it was that or my own, some kind of business, I always wanted to be my own boss. Yeah. Like, since I was a kid, I told myself, I'm going to be my own boss one day. And um, it's okay to work for somebody else in the meantime at stepping stones. Yeah. You know, whether you're building knowledge, building up, you know, uh, money, whatever it is to start. But at some point, you need to get, away from that stigma in your head like i'm not ready i'm not ready no nah, at some point you have to pull the trigger yeah. and take the step before it's too late that's the point um and it's gonna be scary you know whether it's business whether it's moving it's gonna be scary but Absolutely. i think but, yeah especially now in these times mm-hmm. you know now maybe in florida you guys are a little open more so you know i can't imagine but like you know i'm being living here like i was crazy we were sick last week Mm-hmm. And uh, like my wife got sick and she gave it to me, and then it was just kind of whatever. Yeah. You got some Omicron? Yeah, we got, we got the corn. I, I got the corn. I got the some corn. Omicron. I got the corn. It was like two weeks ago. Yeah. I got some Omicron. I got it for Christmas. Which is so why I got some Omicron. It seems like, once, it like every January we seem to get sick. Yeah. You know, of like whatever it is, you know? And we tested positive last year and yeah. we were sick. Now, I wasn't that sick last year. and the But two years ago, before the COVID was the COVID, I mean, we were I, we were driving home from Florida. Mm. We used to go to Key West over Christmas. Okay, my brother-in-law. Yeah. And I was driving home from Florida, and I got sick as shit. And the next day, we we drove the whole way home on a Saturday. We got home late Saturday, and I, the next day I was done. I was done for like a month, mm. and uh, which is crazy because I remember the first podcast we did was with Rydell when we came when I was just getting over being sick. Yeah, and yeah. He came in, and remember, that was, I was the just thing. Like, yeah, I just yep. And I was like, which is kind of crazy, but um, I was, I paint cars. I'd work in auto body, so I couldn't mm. go around paint fume, like any kind of paint. Like I, yeah. I cough and cough and cough. But, and and then, I mean, we didn't know it was COVID then. You know, it wasn't whatever. It was, I don't know what they figured it was then. It was yeah. just a virus then. Yeah. You know, we had a virus. Yeah. We went into the, the place and got saw the doctor. He's like, you got a virus. I was like, okay. It's like, what, <laughs> you want a virus. Like, great. What, what can you give me? He's like, well, just take some, you know, Tylenol. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, and my wife got sick and my son got sick. And then my son hasn't got, he got sick this last time. But we had the corn. We probably had the corn. I don't know. What did you experience with it? Uh, I mean, I was tired as shit. Like, all I did was sleep. Like, last, mm-hmm. what happened was last Thursday, in the, <laughs> we were in the, the meet, we have a meeting every Thursday at 10 o'clock at work. <laughs> I was sitting there coughing and coughing and coughing. Everybody's looking at me like, <laughs> what are you doing? What you do? what coughing is a coughing. different thing in this world. Well, you know, yeah, now now it means yep. something. You cough in a, a movie theater. <laughs> what is going on down there? <laughs> and like so, then I I like excuse me, sir, don't kill us. Yeah. <laughs> and then so like after the meeting, I started. I kept coughing. I was like, I'm going home. 
And then I was like tired, just coughing and like, not like, not like really sore throat, but like kind of just a scratchy throat. My ears were kind of hurting a little bit. And I slept Thursday, like off and on on the couch, slept off and on the couch Friday. It's kind of Saturday. And then Sunday I felt better. Mm-hmm. And then I went back to work Monday. Yep. You know, I took, I took Friday off. Just because I was like, you know, I don't. I mean, I was pretty. I wasn't doing. Anything. Did they make you test to go back? No, my work is very. But anyway, yeah, I work for Mennonites. So I they're work, very, okay. very conservative. They're yeah. not. <laughs> I like, work. Listen, for... you can come in Friday if you want. It's okay. We got a lot of work. We need to. <laughs> <done. laughs> listen, if you're feeling all right, yeah. Yeah. just come just, on. Yeah. There, there's no test required. In that I situation. work in. <laughs> See, I work in the complete opposite. Right. I right, work in right. the like a highly like liberalized right. situation. You'd be off for like three weeks. Like they, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got so like I kind of got a little bit, you know, sick. I think it was like maybe Thursday two weeks ago, and like I was, you know, I'm breathing. I'm like, all right, well, maybe this is this Omicron shit because I actually kind of wanted to get. Yeah, I, mean, I, I kind of yeah. really wanted. I'm glad to. I got it. Yep. I mean, like I, but um, it's not like I was like, <laughs> like you, you've been you coughing, there, you've been coughing, coughing, me. Coughing, yeah, give yeah. me a hand, <laughs> <Just> rub it, <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's just like I was, uh, I, I realized that it, it was a, pro- a distinct possibility. It seems like you know now they're saying everybody's gonna get it. Yeah, so, and it's very mild symptoms. You know, and like, everybody should want to get it because yeah. then you get immunity. Yeah, I mean, and people are like, what? That's, That's just dangerous <laughs> to want to get. Some, why would you, you want to deal? Saying? Why would you want to deal with your problem? <laughs> but um, yeah, so I started feeling a little. I, I was like uh, looking it up. I'm like, all right, it sounds like I probably got this shit. So then I like ended up getting get out the of test bed on the on, th- on Thursday. Yeah, I was oh, like, well, I, well, then you got it. I was, you know, <laughs> yeah. I was, the whole like, if I had been sick a year before, like like not this past November, but a year before that. And I remember I had, like, some really, like, bad, like, I had to, like, do exercises to get mucus out of my lungs and stuff like yeah. that. I got tested then, and I was negative then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That was way more consequential than what I just experienced. Yeah. What I just experienced was just, like, annoying to me. Like, it wasn't yeah. even it's really, annoying. like... Exactly. I mean, did you have like a similar situation over Christmas with it? Or? Yeah. So the weekend before Christmas, before I got into town here, I, I shot up to uh, Brooklyn. All right. So this is actually the weekend where it was all over the news that Ami's here. Ami's here. And it's just well, spreading in New York. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, let me just hit this in New York real quick, you know. And um, so went out to a venue with my guy up there. He used to live in Florida, but he's back in Brooklyn now. He's from Brooklyn. And... Um, so we got out of there, and then about two days later, um, you know, I woke up and I had some chills, and then, but I, you know, I still I, I work from home right now, I work remote, so I still logged in the computer. I was tired, but you know, I'm still knocking it out, you know, yeah. little chills, and then all of a sudden, it just head started hurting. Yeah, migraine turned into a migraine for the day. You know, I shut it down early that night, went to sleep. Next day, I felt pretty good. I took some Advil, and I was good, good to go. And um, my boy texted me. He's just like, yeah. I'm positive. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I think I am too. <laughs> and so, um, but I quit. Honestly, I quit taking the test, man. Like, unless I absolutely have to take a yeah. test, I will not do it. Not if you're sick, you're sick, you know. Yeah. 
And so, um, so I've I've had every variant of COVID since it's been here. I think here. I have too. Um, you know, I got it when it wasn't cool when it first came out. <laughs> I lost my taste for three days. Got it back though. Um, and then I got Delta. And then this one, my girlfriend gave me Delta. She came visiting me. I gave her on me. So I, I paid the favor. <laughs> well, I, heard, I heard Delta was pretty bad, though. Like, supposedly yeah, was the worst one. Was Delta yeah. was uh, pretty significant. It was what, the worst one. What was that like? What uh, was the... Well, for me, so knock on wood, but when I, I, don't, I don't get too, too sick. You know, and part of that is when I was a baby, I, I had pneumonia, bronchitis, and RSV at the same time. And uh, I went to the doctor here, and he was just like, yeah, he's got a cold. And my mom was like, this, this kid ain't breathing. Right. So, you know, I was on oxygen tent for two weeks. And so it's like I kind of knock on wood with that and say I kind of pay my dues for sickness. Mm. So, like, for me, whenever I get sick now, um, if I'm bad, then it's bad. Yeah. Delta, um, for me, I had a lot of mucus buildup. Um, I wasn't really coughing, but I had, like, sore throat. Um, I never got a fever, but I had almost feverish symptoms. But I was still functioning. I was still Maybe able to go Delta, work out. Because that's kind of sound know? more like what I had. Yeah. Isn't it crazy that they like they don't know? Like that they can't tell you? Can't, that they, yeah. You would think that they'd be like, okay, well, you got this particular strain of COVID and shit. But when they take a test, you know, that's yeah, not telling like, anything yeah. specific. Yeah. It's like this is that doesn't even sound like the right thing. Like yeah. yeah. You would think somebody you'd remember, want to know, but remember when they'd say, you know, the flu, right? Oh, get vaccinated for the flu. Uh, oh, the reason it didn't work this year because a different strain, right? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like okay, it's not big, you know, it's just a different strain. Yeah. Okay, well, I haven't had the flu in like twenty some years, but whatever, you I know. Never, I never like, had the flu. I think, like you said, like when I get sick, I usually get pretty sick. But like, I have a wife that was a nurse. She's not a nurse anymore, but she was a nurse, and we got kids going to school and like. Yeah. Like the point of your, you build up an immune system is you're fighting off stuff constantly. That's mm-hmm. how you build a strong immune system. So like to me, I was kind of like, okay, now I don't know. You seem like a sociable guy. You seem like you're like probably getting out, yep, like yep. talking to people. So there's probably a good exactly. chance, you know, you're constantly fighting stuff. So yep. your immune system is probably pretty strong. Will the same way. Mm-hmm. So like, no, I'm a hermit. Well, yeah. I don't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> I go to work but, and then, you know, and then I be be a dad and husband for the rest of it <laughs> so it, it, it to me it's kind of crazy like like i said i wanted to get the corn because i was mm-hmm. like give it to me i was like i'll take that immunity for like a year or exactly. so however it lasts i'm yeah. cool exactly. like and i heard it's mild and you know now it sounds like i think i had the delta more because your you symptoms sounds yeah. what more close to what i had to compared to you because like yeah. i like i had mucus too and yeah. like it was kind of weird what he had for omicron that was similar to what like i had a headache and mm-hmm. i had like some chills i couldn't get warm yeah yeah, yeah. you know and exactly. um but over time, like and I, I, I overkilled this shit. I took some, I, I, I took some horse pace. You took horse pace. <laughs> I took horse pace. Did you I kill took it? Yeah, but then I, I only, took it. But I didn't. I only took it like once, and then like it only I kills took, worms. I took other things. It's it kills it's worms. It's a horse dewormer. Yes. Pretty yes. much, I just Where'd... wanted to shit my brains out. So <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I only say that because it's like, well. I don't know. You remember when they were like talking about like people are like overdosing on the shit and stuff? Which was a lie. I was yeah. like, how? Like, I, I guess I had Omicron. So I don't, uh, you know, that's probably <laughs> people would be like, you didn't really have COVID. You had, 
You had Omicron. That's what's gonna. That's gonna be the conversation. Soon. Well, I just yeah. doubled like, up on the vitamin D, the vitamin C. I took all chaga. of that. I, I, I took. I, I just overkilled okay. the shit. I overkilled it. I didn't need all that shit. I ain't got the, all the vitamins and shit. I took. I, I didn't need it, but yeah. I. I mean, it's like, well, I. The entire reason why I think that I have a perspective I do on COVID is because in the beginning of all of it, I I wanted to find empowering information. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't want, like, I remember I was driving home from work one day, and it was, like, right in the beginning, people were, like, no, it wasn't the beginning, it was, like, super, like people were, like, oh, this is some Resident Evil shit about to happen. You know, like, they were, Well, like, that's because in, in, in China? Like, like, yeah, China, once they, what, this is right around the time you're yeah. seeing people yeah, dropping was, dead and shit in China and shit. Yeah, but in China, like. But their immune systems are shit in yeah. China. That's like, what's the problem. Yeah, they, like, that's so like <laughs> that's for so them, <laughs> you know, that makes sense. That motherfucker dropped dead because it was the mostly pollution that killed exactly. his ass. Yeah. Exactly. It was, you know, he was probably already so compromised yes. that he, he's that's like, why they wear I, they've been wearing masks. Yeah, like, they right. Wear, they, they just wear do masks it whether there's COVID or not COVID because the immune, their immune systems are already compromised because of the pollution. And then that probably makes shit worse because then you're like depriving yourself of oxygen and shit all, like just Listen. out outside. You know what I mean? Like, I've seen some videos of them welding doors shut. When I see people welding doors shut, I'm kind of like, okay, what the hell <laughs> yeah. is going on? It was like, all yeah. Like people dropping buckets down outside their house to get some food because the government is walking around giving them food. I'm like, okay, I don't know what's going on, but whatever the hell this is, this is kind of scary. I remember, <laughs> and, and actually it's funny because the day I remember I thought about it, I actually did one of those uh, fast breaks with Will. Yeah. When it was like it's called like silver lining in the crown. Yeah. And like and but I was thinking about that and I was like, man, there's so many people so scared right now that like they're not gonna expose themselves to certain information. Like the mm-hmm. world was telling them that there was nothing they could do and they were believing that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, like I so it was it, you know, over time I kept saying shit. And then, like, you could see, you know, people, like, they'll get a face like they're annoyed by your information. Like, it's like, I'm just trying to help you out because you look, like, you look scared as fuck. (laughs) What was crazy was, like, at first it was, like, when it first, like, became a thing, like, over, like, people started finding out about it. It was, like, well, it's not a big deal. It's over there. It's not a big deal. And then, like, one day a switch just flipped and all of a sudden it was, like, Oh my God, the world's gonna end, and like we need to do this, this, and this, and and all of a sudden CNN went from like CNN went from like this isn't a thing because people were talking about it, and because those people were talking about it, it's not a thing. But like as soon as like all of a sudden something happened where they were told to start thinking about it and talking about it on CNN a different way, all of a sudden it became this big thing. You know, Mm -hmm. we got to mask up and we can't be side, can't be be, Christmas. You better not go see your your family and friends at Christmas. (laughs) And you know Easter time, you better let the you can't you better lock out the Easter bunny because he might bring in some uh, COVID into your house. And uh, you know I'm like, what is going on? I was listening to somebody talk about the what they called like there was like this cumulative like life years lost like how many like years has like humanity lost yeah in being you know locked down and all kinds of shit and it was just like ridiculous i forget the number that they but it was like damn like you've like you've seriously like fucked up like the flow of a lot of people's lives. Like, look, how many people like had businesses? 
You know what I mean? Like that, they've been working sure. their whole life to make the shit, and then the whole shit is just like, oh, it's over. You're living I at their fucking mom's house because it's like last Saturday I went to Arby's. I'm like, we're sick, right? So I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna. Nobody wants to cook any food. We're like, I'm just going to go run to Arby's and get food, and like we're gonna call it a day, and we can all go back to sleep. And <laughs> I go to Arby's at five thirty. That shit was closed. It's closed. Yeah. I'm like, where's I go? I'm like, I go to the next place. It's closed. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Is there, is there, <laughs> they don't got Arby's. What? I've been sleeping. Did, was there a zombie apocalypse while I was sleeping? <laughs> How happening? bad did it get? The people like, at Arby's couldn't like. They're like, I got shit to do. <laughs> I, I heard that up here. Oh, Chipotle yeah. was doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. But so like. My question, so like down in Florida, like you, you yeah. went for economics, your first degree was in economics, yeah, yeah. which is crazy because I love <laughs> economics. Yeah. So, but like, so as far as the economy down there, yeah. are you guys rolling along or like, are you still feeling effects? Because I, I mean, Florida at first was kind of similar, like taking on similar yeah. aspects, right? Yeah. That when we, this first, when this whole thing started, they yeah. were doing the mass mandates, I'm assuming. Yep. Yep. And then it kind of changed. They were just kind of like, eh, this doesn't seem right. Exactly. So at the very, at the very, very beginning, you know, 2020, when this all came out, uh, Florida did shut down. They did for a little bit. Uh, Miami was a little longer because Miami had its own regulations just because Miami, everyone wants yeah. to go there. It's more right. people. But um, at least in Orlando, we were down, I want to say maybe like six weeks maybe around, okay. you know, you know, around about six weeks of actually shut down, you know, bars, restaurants. Yeah. Um, and, and then it reemerged, which was like wonderful. So yeah, at the beginning you saw the effects, you saw some places not reopen because of it, which was a shame. But, um, on the flip side, we had other businesses emerging out of it and and thriving. And so now it's night and day different when I'm in Florida and I come here, you're not going to see a Chipotle on a Wednesday afternoon closed with no workers in there. Right, you're not right. gonna see what you saw at Arby's. Right, it's right. just not gonna happen. Um, my brother the other day, he put in, you know, my brother Alex, yeah. he he put in an online order at Chipotle, went to pick it up here, and, here, and it yeah. was closed when he got there at 7 p.m. Yeah, and so I was like, what the hell? I already paid for my food. Like, <laughs> like, you know, you're not gonna see that down there. You're not gonna see it in Florida. Um, and one thing I've noticed up here is not only is it, you know covid you know people are sick i guess they don't have staffing coming in because they're sick but on top of that they can't get people to apply for jobs in general right uh whether it's you're getting government money right now you know you're chilling you're you're working from home or you know whatever it is it has to be more than that because like it does the the benefits were the extra benefits have are those were off yeah and like so much so i was having this discussion at work the other day i'm like we're like me and my, I mean, I make X amount of dollars and I'm thinking to myself, okay, we can pay X, we can pay everything we need to pay. But at the end of the month, we're really, I mean, she's not working because of the vaccine stuff and she was a nurse and I refused mm-hmm. to, you know, she don't have to take the vaccine. So they said, oh, sorry, you can't work here. No. So anyways, but I'm like, how are these people paying their bills? Well, stimulus, mm-hmm. someone, well, it's got a stim- well, that was like a year ago. Well, that stimulus ain't lasting that long. So, like, how how are people? So there has to be something, you know. Are people dying off from the vaccination? Like, I mean, I'm just saying, I know, I you know, know like where thing. where is where are the like unemployment? Yeah, uh, a you lot think? of people, a lot of people, not every job, of course, but 
a lot of people are making just as much or on unemployment than the job they were doing. Yeah, but how long can they be and on unemployment? That's the thing. It's not something that can last long. And some of these people don't understand or they don't care. And um, it's almost like there's a wave that they're riding as long as yeah. they can. until And with no plan for the future. Right, What's right. going to happen when this crashes? You right. know, look at the, the housing situations right now, the mortgages. You know, uh, how, actually, housing Florida, out of control down there? Florida is just like Pennsylvania. It's out of control. And um, these people that, like you said, they got the stimulus checks, they're getting unemployment, whatever mm-hmm. it is. At some point, yeah. you're going to crash. Right. And how are you going to pay that mortgage? Right. You know, and your rent's going to go up. Yeah. Because these these uh, the moratoriums are going to create a inflation of rent because all those people that are renting those houses are going to want that money one way or the other. Mm-hmm. So they're going to raise rent. That's mm-hmm. the only. Th- I mean, that's what I see happening, but or I, I think would happen. But I just don't. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I think you can be on unemployment what a year. I think it is. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Roughly. Maybe different states. It might yeah, be different. Yeah, yeah. Like in Pennsylvania, I think it's a year. Yeah. that you can be on because of COVID now. And it's, it's just a wave they're, they're trying like, to ride out. I'm like, because yeah. like, uh, not just Arby's, but like, so Arby's is like a corporate thing. But when you look at the other little, like there's uh, Lincoln House down here, mm-hmm. that place is closed like three times a week because they can't get people. My daughter works for this one pizza shop over here and he's, I mean, he had to raise, I mean, inflation, he had to raise like pizza prices and stuff and, you know. I went to, we went to the pizza shop the other day, yesterday. It took me an hour and 15 minutes to get a pizza. Wow. And I'm like, they're like, oh, sorry, we're having, you know, employee shortages. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Wait, you know, I, you know, and I feel bad for those people because, you know, they're people getting angry. I mean, yeah, I'm getting annoyed. You know, you got to deal with those people. You know, it's just like, it's crazy to me. And at the end of the day, I, I don't know. Yeah, like I remember at work when, um, you know, because I like working like the logistics department. So it's like, I remember when me and my boss started getting emails talking about, it was like, due to staffing shortages, we will not be able to get this the product to you and all this stuff. Like, you know, and like, then it was just like, it just kept happening. And we are like, when we talk about it, we are like, what is going on though? Like, how did, I don't. Do you think it's possible? And I had to start the other day because there's a dude who I used to work with. Actually, two dudes. They um, um, they used to like live. I think they lived together and stuff. But they, you know, they had made some investments, and they was people were saying like they both ended up quitting, like not far between each other. And people were like, "Well, did you? Is it possible that they get like some crypto investments and shit well, like I that?" Think like that is part of this. I think that's part of this. I think that's part of it. You know I, don't I, mean? like, I don't think it explains everything. I don't think that. it's everything mm-hmm. because I mean, listen, there is people making a lot of money off off of crypto, mm-hmm. and there ain't you know. And I mean, in crypto, you can put a couple hundred dollars in something and get lucky, and it'll turn into a small fortune, but. You know, what's a small fortune for some people? You know, 20 grand, like somebody that's 20 years old that put $300 into something and made 20 grand, mm-hmm. you know, and now sitting on unemployment for a year and they got that 20 grand. Yeah, I, I'm going to guess they're probably not going to go back to work for a couple of years. You know, they're yeah. thinking they're not going back to work for a couple of years or maybe that I don't know what they're thinking, but, yeah. you know, and I, I saw mean, that's going to be a hard that's going to be a hard landing because I think a lot of people are, I think that's some of it. Cause I think there's a lot of people in the crypto space that are putting their money in 
and you know they're investing money they can't afford to lose yeah. and w- when that crashes because it's it's a cycle it's going to crash and then those people are going to be hurting and now they're going to live in a world where you know they didn't like there is no jobs because small business really is the heartbeat of america is small business yeah. right entrepreneurs because great you have as many amazons as you want but at the end of the day you know whatever you can't you can't have amazon and that's it yeah. we need these small businesses we need entrepreneurs and you know all these people think i don't know i just i think that's part of it and the stock market people were putting money in the stock yeah. market and the stock market keeps going up so that's part of it too but that's not i can't explain everything you yeah. know and, I, but, I saw an article the other day it said that somebody from i forget what the insurance <clears throat> firm was but he was saying that 40 percent that the indiana well, that you know, what I'm talking about yeah, with the 18, the, the 18, mm-hmm. the what was that? 18, 18 to 64. 64. There's 40 percent year over year increase in deaths, hmm. and they can't explain it. Hmm. It, it can't explain it, and uh, I think we're kind of at this place now where it's like people can't. You know how it is in society. It's hard to have like the conversation because it's like people are so offended to even suggest that yeah. something like that could happen when you know when, if you if you like history like you'll understand quickly that things like this happen like mm-hmm. people uh the entire history of the pharmaceutical company will show you most likely what's going on right now you know like they 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 put dollar amounts over human life Mm -hmm. they do that like that's just something they do and it's like now it's it's become this situation where it's like i find myself um self-editing myself i talked about this in the song like i like i want to say something to somebody to try to like give them some knowledge about that they might not have and then it's like but i find myself now not saying that because people are so emotionally charged, especially like in the workplace, you know what I mean? Like people, yeah, you, you know, work in a different. I work in this yeah, situation you, where it's like that uh, story you told me about the lady reporting you to human resources. Like, yeah, I told that at work, and they were like amazed, by like, like they're like they did what? I was like, yeah, I was like. I was like, this is like come some crazy shit, which is you can see like the difference between like where you work and where I work. Oh, it's like, a different they're situation. Like, they're they're like licking poles and shit to see if they can get COVID. Yeah, you know I mean, like they're, they're they, it's just how you know. I mean, like, it's like this is not happening. We don't care. Yeah. And it's not that they don't believe in it. They're just like they're just constantly questioned now. You know, and you can see the different. Uh, you know. That like you're working my work. There's like a civil war breaking out. I would guess. You know what I mean? It's, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, there's there's these people. You know, now it's like at, at my job. It's like if you're unvaccinated, you have to wear a mask. And it's like, and I kept. I'm like, I've been asking my boss lately. I'm like, how am I supposed to not look at this like it's discriminatory? <laughs> right. How am exactly. I supposed to look at that like it's not like? I mean, I understand. It, it clearly seems to be, but they're like, you know, I would understand if like vaccinated people couldn't spread it. Right, right. <laughs> that would make exactly. sense. Exactly. Like, and I told my boss, I was like, "Yo, my," I was like, "My head hurts 
from trying to rationalize this situation right now. Like, how how are a bunch of adults, people who have children and shit, how are you act? How are you like? That's such a like mental gymnastics <laughs> to try to make that make sense. And I think that realistically, like from a legal standpoint, like I've been listening to a lot of lawyers now. And they're just like always like they just play. They'll say they'll be like, people know this stuff's not like legal. They know this shit is discriminatory. They understand that, but it's like if you live in a place. That lets certain discrimination go down. Well, I guess that gives you unless unless that's challenged legally. Right. And it's like that's the I, key. That's the point. Yeah. And it's like I don't really got all that money and shit. Right. And that's you the know what I mean? Like exactly. So it's like so. But at the same time, like like I asked my boss, it's like they 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 set up a box to put in your comments and concerns, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I was like. I was like, yo, do you think if I put something in there? Do you honestly? Not and I told her, I didn't You're even, the only one wearing a mask. I was like, I don't even, I mean, but no, in my job, there's a lot of people. And this know, is the other like, thing I mean, that I yeah. found, right? It there was a lot of people who once were kind of looking at a lot of my ideas like they were crazy and you know, they're largely still masked up and stuff, and it's like you came across some information. <laughs> And it's yeah. changed your your views to to where in the beginning I was crazy, and now you're almost in the same boat because they changed the definition in Webster's Dictionary of mm-hmm. what an anti-vaxxer is. Yep. Now, an anti-vaxxer is anybody who has any uh, opposition to like a mandate or you know yeah, a elite. Yeah. So it's like some somebody might call you that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like if you take the first shot and the second shot, but you don't take the booster. Guess what? Yeah. You're an anti. I was looking at. I was thinking about contacting the was that the Southern Poverty Law Center. Be like, how is anti-vaxxer <laughs> not an epithet? How is that not? You know what I mean? Like that's absolutely an epithet. Like you know, like it, 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 you you don't care about those people's like you don't care about like you'll care about. Some shit that is good on like CNN, but like you, you know, you won't care about this. It's people at the end of the day. Yeah, it's like, I, I, yeah, this shit hurts my head. <laughs> it hurts my head that I'll just be at work like, and I have asthma, so it's like it gets hard for me. You know what I mean? Like, and that they're like. You must wear them properly. That's they, they they put in properly. Is it N95 mask? No, no. I mean, I have my own shit, you know. Like, yeah. but yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's offensive to like when they talk about creating a hostile work environment. How's it not a hostile work environment to go into a place that is actively discriminating against you? How's mm-hmm. that not a thing? Mm-hmm. How's that not even a consideration amongst the people? Who put it in the place? Yeah. They they're that sure that they're that it's the, the that it's on the up and up. Did we not just go through the whole like uh, like how many protests were on the street for civil rights in the last two five years? Yeah. Huh? And how and it's been everywhere, all over the news, yeah. right? And like those same people that were protesting now, what are they doing? Like yeah, I know yeah. several that were out in those protests are yeah. now calling other people anti-vaxxers and telling them that they can't do certain things yeah. because they haven't been vaccinated. All right, well, wh- what do you mean? Yeah. Like, what What are you talking about? We're talking about people and we're talking about rights 
And you're telling me I can't go in a grocery store because I haven't had a shot that is, no matter what you want to, if you want to agree with me or not, that 100% is killing people. Yeah. You can go on bears and there's 18,000 deaths reported on it. Do you ever hear the V-Shield data? No, I remember that. that. The V-Shield, that's, the, uh, that's what they came out with to catch specifically coronavirus-related vaccine through the government? injury. Yeah. Okay. And apparently, there's over a hundred million entries in this V shield in in the in the V shield thing. This is I'll send you the video. I saw I was you know I watch um as I tell you I watch Dale Bigtree. I yeah, always watch okay. I watch the High Wire, and he always has his like he like yesterday I was watching he had his lawyer on there do Aaron Siri, and Aaron Siri like has. You know, I, I, I saw him depose Stanley Plotkin, like, who's, like, the godfather of vaccines. And, like, okay. and like this is the guy, like, this is the main guy. And, like, there were times where, like, he didn't, there was some shit he didn't know that you were, like, this is questionable. Like, this mm-hmm. is, if this is the top guy. Right, right. Like, this, like, there was, like, he was, he's a, he's a, he's a great, uh, he seems to be, a, a, you know, a great lawyer. But, anyway, he was talking about a lot of the different things especially since they made the Supreme Court ruling um, mm-hmm. the yeah, other they day. they can't mandate it. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, he was talking about this V-Shield data that's technically, they didn't want to, like, release the data, like, to the public. Like, they had all these reasons. Um, well, maybe they'll release it in 75 years like Moderna once. Well, that, that yeah. he, Aaron Siri was part of all of that. When he was, he was, the, that like, he was at, like, I think I'm pretty sure he was on that case. Okay. And cuz they were responsible for the email data dump of Fauci's emails. Were the, is he part of Project Veritas? Uh n- I don't think he is. Okay. But uh, like I've I've heard he uh, Project Veritas has been doing a lot of that yeah. too. They've been trying to get the, they're getting emails. Like they just got one from uh, a Fauci where he was actively smearing uh, like three um, pa- um, what are they called? The the people who made the uh the From great Harvard. the Barrington Declaration. Yeah, the like, three the, the, that was the three of them that yeah. and they were professors. Like, yeah, and they the, were all from like Ivy League schools. Harvard. And they said that Duke, they were fringe. They were they were fringe scientists who yeah. were in Ivy League schools. Yeah, and, the, and he's yeah. actively doing this with somebody, and it's and it's in the it's black and white, and I'm like. They redact a lot of it. Yeah. Like, I was like, what is so this? If like, they're leaving those parts out, what the hell are they redacting? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, to me, like, that's the scary part. If you're leaving out, you're leaving, you're giving us little crumbs like that, what's the parts you're redacting? Mm-hmm. Like, are you redacting yeah. the parts where he says, let's just kill as many people as we can? Like, is that <laughs> what we're redacting? Like, that's what scares me. Like, uh, population control. Yeah. Because, like, do you hear about the RFK book? Well, that uh, by the, I know it's number one. Uh, it's been number the real one for like Anthony Fauci. Yeah, the, yeah, I've been listening to. Let me tell you, I listen like the one part is like scare, like the stuff he did uh-huh. during AIDS. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. yeah, and that he got away with. Like <laughs> the one part, there's like like he's he literally like took control in New York of a uh, of uh, orphanages, and it was like so. It was called what was it called? I remember uh, hearing about this. Yeah. Oh, the in, the incarceration house of 
Orphanages 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 incarcerated They started doing experiments on kids Yeah And like they killed like 80% of the kids It was like And the lady that researched Like helped him do his research Went to like the cemetery in New York Okay And I was listening I'm like I'll make sure I do this right The gates Gates of Heaven Cemetery She went And like she went to this place And they found an open pit it was covered by astroturf and yeah. all these coffins in it. And beside beside the the, the pit was a list of thousands of kids that were just names. Huh. It was, and this guy is this is the person he was involved in this, and this is the person that's literally leading our country, yeah. and is the number one person in charge of all the and and all our tax money where it goes and look, and I'm just like. How and he got away with that shit. Yeah. Like people knew about that shit, and he got away with it. Like, how is this guy? First off, like at minimum, not arrested. If not, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, he ain't going. He's at exactly. a minimum, he'll never see a jail cell. And he will not. And, and people tell me, oh, well, he's gonna go to jail. Why? He look at all the like. He'll this is the shit that we cell. found out that he did during AIDS. Yeah. Imagine what you like. There's always things that you never find out that they'll never let you know because there's too many people involved. So imagine the stuff that you don't find out about. I'm like, exactly. And this guy is still a free man. He's the same guy who went on record during that time saying that you can contract HIV and AIDS by touching the same surface that someone else touched. Yes, yes. And we're. Does it sound familiar? (laughs) Yeah. That's why Carl Malone didn't want to play with Magic Johnson. Remember? Because he was like. Oh, well, by like the way, a, Magic Johnson still looks like he's twenty years old. Yeah, though. Magic, and he's allowed to donate blood. Yeah, which is I crazy just, to me. I, this, this is a little off topic, but I just watched a video on on YouTube. Even though it's hard for me to be on there because I'm kind of disgusted. I'm, I'm, I've noticed lately. I'm addicted to uh, Google products. Like that, I've tried to root them out of like my life. And it hasn't worked. <laughs> like, I was so just like, off, well, this is what we're going to do. You got to get rid of Google and download Brave Browser. Okay? All right. That's a good. No, no, All right. Let's that start me. there because not only do you use Brave Browser and it gives you a VPN, built in VPN, and they pay you in cryptocurrencies to use it. Wow. Hmm. Send me the link to that. That, that sounds I have it good. On every computer I have, that's what I use. They have their own search, which filters, doesn't filter, doesn't put whatever, whoever paid the most. To yeah. be at the top of it, yeah, yeah. you know, because we're like, I'm looking up stuff for, for different things. And I'm like, I got to go through page three to find out, like, ivermectin. You look up ivermectin on, on Google? I would never do Horse paste, horse paste, <laughs> I would never horse even paste, try paste, that. Horse paste, horse paste. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, where, hold on. Okay, page three. Oh, not horse paste. It helped people in India. Like, oh, what do you mean? There was a huge problem in India, and they started giving out ivermectin, and all of a sudden there is no problem in India? Oh, is that what you're saying? Oh, wait a minute. Africa has like (laughs) 1.3 billion people on the continent, and it literally has had like less than 300,000 cases or some shit like that? That's that's fake news. Wait a minute. Oh, what do you mean? Oh, Africa, they take ivermectin and the other one that I can't pronounce correctly, (laughs) H-Q-U-X-Y-Z, Trump, the one Trump said? Oh, 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 but that's magically? You know, if this was, I I say this all the time now, if we were truly worried about the pandemic and these people dying, would you not go to the places that have the least amount of cases and deaths and say, 
what are you doing? We're trying to help people. Yeah. You know, go to Sweden. They never locked anybody down. They have, like, a very low amount of vaccination rate. They ne- all they do is, it's like, they don't have social distancing. They don't have any of this stuff. Never once. And the death rate's, like, 83 times higher in America. Yeah. Okay, so, like, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm Anthony Fauci you know, maybe I should go ask the whoever's in the, the Anthony Fauci of Sweden, what are you doing? Because I'm having a problem over here. Like I'm vaccinating people and everybody's getting sick and there's supposed deaths and people are dying of motorcycle accidents with COVID and then, you know, whatever, considered death of COVID. Like mm-hmm. what, you know, I don't know. I just... It, there's an agenda that they're following. Well, I, I, I think, yeah, and I think that it's becoming even more... Uh, apparent to people like people there some people who used to just look at it like there's no there's no i don't smell anything it, it was like y'all don't <laughs> y'all don't see something up with any of this and those people who for a long time could be like no no i think that well th- the problem is people are dying and you don't care. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I am pathetic. Like, like, people dying. Yeah, you yeah. don't care. They're like, you're not, you're what not, kind of person are like, you? You don't even understand what kind of person I am. Like, um, but I think now, I was thinking about something the other day. And I was thinking about how, when we ask why, why would Anthony Fauci do some shit? Like, like why has this situation been handled the way it is? I think we're looking at it from the standpoint of like, if the, that they care about the people, right? But if you remove that idea, you start to understand that like America is like this weird, like it's like a show for the world. It's like this. It's like the world's entertainment, right? Like, and because of that, because remember, you know, my uncle Junior came on. And he he was talking about the ways that like. Things are reported in America, outside of America, yeah. as opposed to how we see it here. We're like the world's entertainment. Like we, like the fact that the most deaths happen here actually sort of makes sense to me because, first of all, we're like the the most like obese. Like they yeah. call what we they call it the American diet. Like, and I've seen the effects of the American diet on the world, right? Yeah. So it's like the world looks to us or is just like kind of watching us and like, what the fuck is going on there? Like, yeah. But ultimately, I have to believe that, like, like we said, you know, there's agendas at play that, that people may, people may not be doing what is the smartest thing, but they may be doing what they've been told to do. It's easy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, 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 it's easy for them to, and this is where, if you want to, you know, go back into what you were saying before with the legal stuff, um, we need to be very careful, very, very careful as a society because the Constitution outlines outlines our rights, our fundamental yeah. rights in there, and um, it's one thing the government knows they can't just come in and say, "Hey, do this," or "I'm taking this away from you." They're there's levels that they have to go through, steps, procedures. And but so instead of coming and just forcing something from us, they are presenting it in ways that make us want to voluntarily give it up. Uh, right. For instance, guns. Right. We have a right to bear arms. But instead of coming in and taking it, what are they doing? They're showing all these clips and videos, all school shootings. Right. Massive shootings. Guns are bad. 
And now people, now you see so many people in the streets that, oh yeah, I don't want guns anymore. We, 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 let's vote to not have guns. Be careful with that. Yeah. Because at one day, at any given time, and I was telling somebody this the other day, I really opened her eyes up. Um, and I said, look, do you really trust anybody that much? I don't care if it's our government, any government, anybody that much to believe that in one moment that they won't turn on you. What happens when the day comes when the government turns on us? And at this point, we already volunteered up all of our guns. We volunteered up our privacy. Everything's crypto now. You know, yeah. when there's no more cash. You can get shut yeah. off like that. And then what are we going to do? Now, those same people that were all gung-ho about it are crying because they have no protection. And it's like, you did this to yourself because you did not pay attention. Yeah, Australia is a perfect example. Yeah. A perfect example. Gave up their guns. I forget when they gave up their guns, but now look at them. They, I bet they wish they had all their guns back. Yeah. I'm watching videos of Australia. They're putting 70-year-old women and, like, grandmas in coming and taking them out of cafes because they don't have their paper, papers mm-hmm. for their COVID vaccination and putting them in police cars and taking them away. And what pisses me off the most, actually, is the fact that somebody's recording that and saying to the cops, and there's a group of people there with the cops, and, the co- and they're like, well, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? No. You shouldn't be saying why you're doing that. You should be telling. You should be like taking action. Yeah. To me, like it, those, it doesn't. They, I don't understand. They've kind of breeded those kinds of things out of the population, and that's what yeah. I really was starting to notice is that this is the ideal population to enact these kinds of things. Like we're we've been kind of softened and sort of um, made to believe that um, authority should be respected. Because like there was a time right where the people were like, no, you and, like you you question authority. Please. Not just and it's not that you don't have a respect for authority, but at the same time they're supposed to work for you. Don't yeah, mm-hmm. they do work for you. Like that's yeah. you know that was an understanding at one point in time. Now I think the they put people in these identities, right? So you got these one people over here. The people over here now, I guess on the left, what you would say, like those people, they've they've become the cogs of the system. Like they've become like they these are the same people who used to be like you know rage against the machine. Yeah. Now now they're like rage for the machine. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like they did like they've been they've twisted them because they they bought into a particular identity. And then they told all these people, right? They're like, okay, well, if you're not down with this, then we'll put some shit out on the internet about you, and then you'll lose your all of your your friends and allies, you know? So they're kind of, I think, entrenched in that. But then they have the people on the other side, right, on, on, on the right of things that, that are like, they're the ones who will, like, like, like to talk about their constitutional rights, to talk about their their right to bear arms and shit like that, but they've been pitted in this place where they're like, yeah, but uh, they they were trying to defund the police, so yeah, I gotta support the police, right? And it's like if the police are fuck, uh, uh, it's not just about black life; it's about. Right. I thought I thought I think that's really what wasn't learned by all of this shit is like. The 60s and the 70s and all that shit, that was about watching counterculture, like somebody, like what they would do to those people. And then the people who were straight laced and stuff, they were like, well, that's them dirty hippie people. Like, we don't have to, that's not what, they're not coming after us. And now things have reversed, right? And now 
if they would have understood back then that, look, if they can violate those people's rights, then they can violate your rights tomorrow. And now there's such disconnect between the two groups of people that they can't even actually come together to do anything meaningful. Like that's the way that they've divided people it's, is it's, like is 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 masterful. Like yes. it's, it's like it's like if a it wasn't genius so nefarious, you'd be like, it's wow. a genius thing. Yeah. It's yes. like but they're like, oh yeah, well we know we we know what you look at on the internet, so we'll just right. throw you down a tunnel of reality, and then you won't be able to communicate with somebody who's in a different tunnel of reality. <laughs> exactly. It's like that's who thought of this shit? Who was like sitting around at like a table and they're like, you know, you know, I was. I was, uh, I was watching sliders the other day. Let's just put them in tunnels of reality, <laughs> and then they won't be able to talk to each other. It's like, man, like I try to stay out of them tunnels and try to like stay in my own individual place so that I don't lose value for whoever is in what reality. Yeah. It's the that's the thing I think that fucks me up the most about it is like the world can't function that way. The world yeah. has never been able to function in a way where it's like there's one idea. And if you don't conform to that idea, then you, I mean, that's, that's, not that's what all empire has done, right? All empire has been get down or lay down. Yeah. You are either going to come with us or we're going to destroy you. And it's like people I thought kind of had the idea, right? That like, that's fucked up. <laughs> like, that's not a cool way to like be in the world, but that's how it is now. It's like if you don't conform to, uh, 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 a certain narrative or whatever you you can be they won't kill you now but they'll try to they'll try to kill you uh in a digital space like they'll kill you they'll they'll assassinate your 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 character yeah yeah it's crazy it's the easiest thing to do because then if from a character standpoint if you have if you think that person has no value that's you know what it is it's like it's easy to dismiss them you know if you and and it's sad because it's like a person who can't see the value in other people can't see the value in themselves. Like they, that's just how it works. Yeah. And it's like, I think that that's really kind of the, the how any of this could happen at all. Like you, you gotta have value for people. People, I tell people all the time, especially from this podcast, right? Like, I love people to come in here and people show me. Their brilliance, right? They show me that they're that they're awesome. People are awesome once you get to know, you know, like they've been through some shit that you're like, man, I don't know how you got through that shit. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking at it like, oh, this like they're fucked up. <laughs> you know I mean? If you go into it like that, like that's just how it's, you're gonna look at them. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, and I was, what's amazing to me is, so there's what 130 people, million people in this country. And uh, so now worldwide, I think Joe Rogan got 50 million views on that one on Mc- on the doctor that was on there. McCullough. Oh, McCullough, he was on there. Yeah. That's crazy to me. Now, how many of those are in the U.S. and how many, you know, there's no, I, I guess I'm sure somebody broke that down, mm-hmm. you know, but like, I'd be interested to see, you know, that breakdown. But that's like the news does not, I mean, I don't know, because we were kind of having this conversation at work. I was like, so how do we get two groups that clearly believe that one side, their side is right, right? Their side, their side of information is correct and my side of information. So how do we get, we need like somebody like, I hate to say it, but like somebody like Joe Rogan to have like 
Okay, your side. Pick the best person you can to, you know, to showcase the information you want to showcase from your side and send him to the table on that side and this side do the same thing mm-hmm. and can we have that it's, it's like could you do that could you somehow get that to, and for would that even work i don't know that's like a <laughs> I, I don't know is that it's that's like, like a battle between anthony fauci like, and peter mccullough no i said the best i said the best like, yeah. <laughs> like, no on. he but he is on his side. He you're is, right. right. He, he is the is best. The, yeah. He is the. Yeah. Uh, he's number he, one. He's the in, one. Yeah. He's the chosen one. So but, send him to like the Kumite. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm talking like blood a sport. doctor, a PhD, which no, he is not. No, he. You send the person. My who is, He's the best. My That's bad. what they. Said. I want doctors. No, they don't care My about bad. that. They only care about the fact that he's been visible. You know what I mean? Like he's but he's. The, that that's what all this is about. Is well, what I'm saying they, though. They, but what I'm seeing is like I'm still on Facebook. You want to? Uh, I get it. I, that's what I'm seeing is like. So when you say something, right? The 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 people on the left and the right. When I, and you know me, I'm I don't give a shit about the left and the right. I <laughs> yeah. I just want the truth. Yeah. And you know that's why, like I always say, when when Trump was in was in office, the uh, left loved me. When now the Biden's in office, the right loves me. You take your mm-hmm. pick because I'm bringing I'm it is what it is and uh but what i see is that like now it's getting so bad that when you make comments and you say okay well this guy has said this well now we're we don't even have anti-fauci to 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 break down this person we have other people that are having podcasts and like or have but when you look into these people what you find is okay well they had studies funded by moderna or they had stud, you know what I mean, when you talk about yeah. ivermectin. Okay, well, these people, you're not, I get, you're you're bringing up all the, you listen to this doctor, and from your perspective, this doctor's saying ivermectin's bullshit. Well, I get it. But what but what you're not thinking about is where's, where does this doctor, where does his, his I don't know what you want to say, but where does his, like, uh, loyalties lie, you know? Mm-hmm. If he's getting paid by Moderna, in certain studies, he's obviously not going to come on to a podcast and say, okay, well, you know, the vaccines are okay. Uh, obviously, so your information, like when I'm looking at like a McCuller or Malone, the guy, the other yeah. guy Malone, these people are like literally getting attacked and try, the people are trying to get their uh, licenses revoked. Like they, what do they have to gain by this? Yeah. They have nothing to gain by this. They're not gaining money by this. They're trying to help, you know. Like from what I can tell, they're trying to get the truth. They're trying to figure out what's really going on. Why else would they say what they're saying? It doesn't make sense. There's like some backroom, you know. Yes, they could be controlled opposition. That's very possible. But in the reality of it is, it doesn't make sense to me, my personal opinion, that that's what's going on. But you bring on. The, like Joe Rogan had the guy, the lead doctor from uh, CNN on, mm-hmm. and like starts asking him questions that he can't answer, and, and he just avoids the, the questions. Like, what do you mean? Like, and CNN's attacking him for using ivermectin and getting it healthy. <laughs> and he's the that doctor came on and on CNN and attacked him for it. And when he's there, he can't answer the questions. He can't answer why kids are getting my what is the heart. My card. Thank you. He can't answer why these kids are getting that. Perfectly healthy kids all of a sudden developing these issues. You know why? Why we we vaccinate? 
Did you guys see the stuff uh, with the with like the the soccer players? And yeah, stuff? yeah. You They're know, dying on the field. Dying, yep. You know, and that's. I mean, you see the one that just I'm, happened this week, dude. The goalie's sitting in the in the goal, like uh, he's. He looks like he's having a seizure. And we're gonna see more and more of that. Yeah. Um, you know, as time goes on. What was it? Um, I saw something. I think it was one of the one of the doctors, or he was part of Pfizer. Basically, um, he came out and he was actually, the one that left. Yeah, because yeah. you know how they canceled him on Twitter yeah. for saying that. Hey, look, Michael, th- this is not good for children. Right. You know, um, and canceled him. Uh, there's another guy so he's, here. So they kicked him off of Twitter. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, there's another guy, um, Gert Van den Bosch. Yeah, Gert Van den Bosch. Yeah. I, I don't know. You know, Will, you sound like you heard him, I know but him, yeah. he, uh, as you know, was one of the main doctors with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and um, he's been around immunizations his entire life. He de- that's his craft. He's German. You know, yeah. he, he devoted his life to immunizations, yeah. and so he uh, he noticed early on the flaws in the vaccine, saying that, hey, look. The vaccine, um, it's very, it's strand specific. So let's say you have strand A Mm -hmm. and you get the vaccine to protect you against strand A Mm -hmm. and now um, strand B comes along. Okay, well, this vaccine isn't equipped to protect you from strand B. Now, our natural antibodies are equipped to protect you from anything. Right. But when you get vaccinated, not only does it only look at one strand, but it blocks your natural right. antibodies from right. being able to come in, to be able to come out and, and help you. Right. And so basically what he was saying is that we need to rely on the unvaccinated people to restore society in the future. And now, and this was, I think it also makes it stronger because mm-hmm. th- that, that variant is trying to break through that. And as exactly. it break, breaks through that, it makes it stronger. So it when mutates. it goes, what's that? And it mutates. Yes. Yeah. And then it goes out into the, into the wilds, you know, if you want to say, and then next thing you know, you got Delta and that's what they call yeah. antibody dependent enhancement. Yeah, that's you, you know yeah. ADE or you know that idea. And <clears throat> now it's funny though because it's like we can we can stand here or sit here and, and and we can say that that's a possibility at least, right? Right. But mm-hmm. it's like when I try to explain this stuff to like my parents, right? My dad will be looking at me like. What are you saying these words for? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Just like, like, look, I'm not saying a different language. I'm just telling you that. And, and I think he finally, like, kind of understood where I was coming from. Like, we'll, we'll, we go back and forth. You know, I take my kids over there and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, he was, and he was saying, you know, he was like, well, we're still, both him and my mom, they got shots, you know. And, um. He, you know, he was saying, he was like, well, we're still glad that we got that kind of protection and stuff. And I was like, I was like, I've been trying to protect myself, too. I've been trying to fortify myself with vitamins and trying mm. to, like, I've been doing nasal wrenches with dilute iodine and things like that. Yeah, like, yeah. I've, so, so basically, I was just trying to get him to understand, like, you, ha- you approach this in a particular way. I approached it in a different way. Neither one of us is technically right or wrong. You had your way that you did it. I had my way that I handled it. 
And that's where the fundamental breakdown in society with all of this mm. is, is the fact that there's not just one thing, there's not just one way to do anything in this world. That's a, like, that's like the whole, the world is, a, is the evidence that there's not just one way. What if there was just, you know, somebody was like, all we can do is farm. <laughs> They're like, that's all we can do. What do you mean? That's, this is what we do. And then one day somebody was like, shit, I'm going to go cut some trees down. Right, and then, you know what I mean. But that's the way that the yeah. world has created itself, yeah. and the 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 mentality now, like in the mainstream, is showing you uh, a philosophy that is antithetical to all to to how life functions, and they don't even understand. Like you know, they may not. I I wouldn't explain it to them like that. But at the same time. That's obviously happening because it's like I'm I'm not saying that <clears throat> I'm not getting in arguments anymore about data and stuff because it's clear that there's differential thoughts, there's differential findings. <clears throat> I'm not saying that what you are showing is has to be fake. I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying there's other things that exist. And in order to form a critical thought, you need at least two sides of a situation. Right. You can't just make a critical thought off of just one aspect or something. It's like, uh, it's it's really hard to, it's getting really hard to talk to people who don't want to understand something. Like, they don't yeah. want the understanding. Yeah. It's like, I... I, I if you don't want to understand, if you don't want to understand me, then how? Then I got you know, shit. I give up. <laughs> I give up. I give up trying to, you know. I, I you know, I, I've often told Rob, you know, you've known my family sometime, and it's like the. <laughs> I was watching this movie the other day uh, with my daughter. It's called Encanto. Yes, that's the new Disney one, yeah. <laughs> Encanto. And they always got some shit in there for adults, though, because it's like, yeah. you know, they got to take them to the movies. Right. <laughs> right. So there's this dude who's in the, this is about this family and all the people in the family have superpowers except this one girl. <clears throat> so she has this uncle, this uncle named Bruno. And Bruno is this dude who like, like he could see he had visions. So he would tell people like, like, you know, he's like, oh, like it's going to rain at your wedding. Like he was like, 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 not because he was being a dick, you know what I mean? Like he was like, hey, yeah, you know, you, you, your fish is gonna die. Like, and then like it would happen, and then the people started to get mad at him and shit. And I was like, that's me and my family. Like he's this dude who's like, like he, like, like eventually they found out he, like they thought he ran away. He was just like in like he was living in the walls and the, you know what I mean? And it's, and I say, I say that only you know. I love my family, but the truth of the matter is, is my thoughts now, like about COVID and shit like that, this is just a continuation of a situation for me where I've always been just trying to explain things that like they've been kind of looking at me like, fuck you get that? Like, yeah. it's one thing to ask where somebody gets something. It's a, but if you don't investigate that, you know what I mean? Like, it, I, it's weird. Like, don't, it's like, in the, I, I know exactly what you've you're seen that yeah. you've you've, you've yeah. been that person you know what I mean and it's like, like what, where do you think I'm coming from do you not think I don't have your best interest 
You yeah, know? you it, think like, I'm like, like trying to you fuck think you I'm up? Trying like, to, like <laughs> send you down this road that like you like leads to death or something? Like, yeah. No, I I come from a place where I have everybody's best interest, and I want to know everything there's there's possible to know. I want to have all the information I can possibly have. That includes information that may not be something you've heard before because you particularly choose to listen to something else or that you're comfortable with and that was the thing with this dude bruno he was like he was just he wasn't saying nothing messed up he was telling them shit that was like that he was seeing but then they were just like oh well he's you know he he, he's like cursed or something because he's like saying some shit that like is outside of what people are prepared for and uh, i i i I, in reality I, and that's people who say uncomfortable things like I don't want to make a person uncomfortable right. but if I see something some kind of a way and you ask me my perspective on it I I think I should be able to to answer that genuinely right right I, I don't think I should have to like create like this thing that you know edit myself for, for your peace of mind mm-hmm. I don't know it's weird I mean that's I think, like, it's kind of weird because, like, my situation has changed a little more because now, like, my family has been more open to the things I've been saying because now the things I've been saying for years, now I can point at it and say, these are why I say the things I was saying because these things are showing up as, like, my daughter is funny. My daughter's 18 now. But, like, I've been talking about Epstein for, like, 15 years you know mm-hmm. before epstein was like dead. Thing, you know what right, I mean? yeah like yeah. like i we were going to key west and i'm listening to like i'm driving in the middle of the night because i don't fly i drive so we're driving <laughs> to key west and i'm like trying to stay awake so i'm listening to the stuff i normally listen to and they're talking about epstein and this is like 10 years ago you know what i mean and like she's in the back but i thought she was sleeping but she's listening and like five years later we're listening to this, this they're talking about epstein's now in prison and she's like Dad, I remember when, when you were talking about that ten years ago. Yeah, that's because that's uh-huh. that shit was happening far like a long time since in the nineties mm-hmm. that he's been doing this shit. She's like, well, why did I, I? I couldn't tell you why it takes so long for people to understand what's going on, but there's obviously a reason that people are there's propaganda going on, and they don't want you to. They want you to understand what they want you to understand. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen. And like, just because dad heard it on some crazy person talking, you know, 10 years ago, doesn't mean it's not true. You know, just means that maybe, you know, it takes a little longer for us to find out. about it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know how much time you got left, man. Yeah. Like, how much time, how much, how much oh. time you got left? Oh, all right. Well, then, no, nah, I mean... Oh, it's 12-20, or 2-20. Because I kind of, I just wanted to kind of, like, change the direction quick. Okay. I always wanted to, I always wanted to ask you, at, since you were a collegiate athlete, mm-hmm. were, do you, how, how regimented was your life? Ah, very, man, very. Um, so, in college, because college is a little different, too, because you're balancing. You know, you're a student athlete, so not only do you have to train for sports, but you also have to be on your studies. And so, but I was up 4.30 every morning, you know, at the track. I got out of the track about 5.30, and um, 5.30 till about 8.30, 9 o'clock was our training sessions in the morning. And then from there, the rest of the day is school, work if you're working, 
um, five hours of sleep a night, you know. But yeah. what was so vital with that is your diet, you know, you know what you eat, how often, um, you know, supplements. Even to this day, uh, I still work out. I still train, go to the gym. Not like I did with track, but I don't take supplements. You know, I, I might take vanilla whey protein, but that's it. I don't do creatine. I don't do pre-workout, none of that stuff because it's bad for your body. You know, and that's and which is another reason why I tell people with the vaccine, I am a healthy individual who knows my body. I don't need I don't take the flu vaccine. I don't need I don't need that to stay healthy, you know, and I'm I'm very particular with what I put in my body. And so yeah, yeah. So that's that was key to it, man, was diet. And um, I keep that same mentality today. Uh, is just very structured, very organized, That's and good. but yeah. you have to know your body with it. Absolutely. And so, you know, I didn't drink, you know, didn't smoke, nothing in, in college, uh, because track is a little different than other sports where you really have to keep your body a temple. Um, you know, the slightest hundredth of a second can be the difference between first and last in a hundred meter dash. You know, and so if you're out drinking, right. your body's not recovering quick enough <laughs> from these workouts. I remember this one time when I was <laughs> when I was coaching him when he was in in high school. I remember he did this one thing one time, and it was the quickest thing I'd ever seen on a basketball court. <laughs> like hit like the there's literally very there's very few people who I would even think were anywhere close as fast as he like used to be. Like it was. It's pretty. It was wild to watch. Like it, it was crazy. I think I know the movie you're talking about. Too. Like he, I mean, it's it, it's. Uh, I don't know. Being an athlete is is, is strange because it's like you know how it is. We we you know we we've all been athletes and we're, you know, I think the best part of it for you was is that you got the knowledge of nutrition, mm-hmm. right? Like I think that that. That's a lasting thing, you know. For me, you know, I didn't, like, play, like, in, well, I had an opportunity to play in college, but, like, I didn't do it. And then, you know, my athletic life was a, was different, you know what I mean? Like, you, yours, I think, was, was more beneficial in that. And I think that that's maybe an overlooked thing mm-hmm. about the college athlete experience is that, there is a wealth of knowledge that you're going to get about things like nutrition and things like uh, 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 and fitness and things like that. Like that's, yeah. I mean, that's I had never really thought about like that part of it, right? Like the part mm-hmm. that uh, like you just kind of think about it like you're just playing a sport, but it's like no, it's there's this there's a, there's different aspects to it that are w- way more beneficial for a, a person who's you know grown into an adult mm. you know diet is the diet is the thing right like diet is di- diet might actually be the the entire story of what happened with covid here like in the end of the, at the end of the day like when you have obese unhealthy people dealing with whatever this was you know we have all this death and and then you have you know places in Africa, and they're like, "No, we're we're good." And it's like this is the, the first world country; they're third world, and they're cool. Africa has one point four billion population in the continent, yeah. two hundred thirty-two deaths, thousand deaths. You know, that's like, 
I don't know. I, when I look at myself, I, I, I really, you know, especially in the last couple of years, like I've really been trying to deprogram the, it's really about addiction. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we talk about addiction as though that's like, you know, it's got to be heroin or some shit. Like, yeah, you get addicted no. to sugar and caffeine. I have real exactly, life you know? food addictions, yeah. and you, you know, it's it's one of the hardest things, I think, to kick. Yeah. I think I, I stopped smoking cigarettes. I smoked cigarettes for like eight years. And, you know, I, I could kind of like talk myself out of it one day. I was like, this is nothing beneficial about this at all. Like, why are you doing this? But with food, you're like, why are you doing this? Because shit tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> and when you're a family and you got kids and, there's li- and you're working yeah. all the time, there's limited, right? There's, yeah. you know. Some days you just like you know what, call up and get some food, you know, yeah. and or go go somewhere it's, and get some food. It's just it's so it's, easy to do. Make it easy for you. And it's like, uh, I think as I as I feel, I feel like as I get older, I have a better appreciation for myself and my body, and it's like changing my thoughts, you know, because like you said, it's like you want your body to be a temple, you know, you you, you got to put the you got to you know, is it hard for you to keep? The diet that you keep? Yeah, absolutely. Now it's it's uh, definitely harder because, like you mentioned, time. You know, you, you get older. You I don't have a family, but you know, my my job has me good twelve hours a day. Yeah, that's know? tough. And um, I don't have time to go take a lunch break or things like that. Cook so. a meal. Cook a you know. Yeah. So I try to meal prep at nights for at least for a few days. Because I know in the back of my head, all right, I'm not going to have time to go cook yeah. lunch or something. Yeah. So at least I can have it out. But, you know, in the real world, you, yeah. that doesn't happen every day. Yeah. You know? Imagine, guys, you guys, like, you need 12 hours a day, plus then you got family at home. By the time you get home, you're tired. Yeah. You want to see your kids a little bit, see your wife a little bit. Next thing you know, it's just, you know, it's food is definitely, I mean, I have a problem with food. There ain't no, I mean, I eat pizza. My diet is terrible. It's, it, it's, yeah, it's just not good. It's, and it's like. Uh, how uh, you wonder how you get to the point where you're like, oh, this is a t- problem. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I got, like I got. The thing about like, it is, is it's it's it, everywhere. It, it's not. It's right, but not when you start eating better and exercise, you automatically see it's like night and day, right? You see a, a mm-hmm. you know, if I if I go on a diet for two weeks, I guarantee and start and and I keep playing basketball three times a week or two times a week. I guarantee I lose 10, 15 pounds. So it's like, it's like, it doesn't take, you can see, it's not like something where it's hard to see the benefits. You know what I mean? Like you, you change your, and it takes like three months to see the difference. Like you can usually see it and you feel better, you know, in, you know, you feel better. You have more energy. Yeah. You know, it becomes easy to fall into. Like I always like tell my wife, it's like, I feel like I'm stuck in this cycle. Like I'm in this cycle of what I do from week to week, you know, like, and you get, it's easy to get stuck in that place. And then you look up and you're like, shit, I've just been doing the same thing over and over again. Like I haven't, but you know, that's why I keep things like music. That's why I still play ball. And that's why, you know, it's also a cost to this. Yeah. So there's food, you know, I don't know what kind of food are you do eat organic food. Like what kind of, like in general. Yeah. yeah, I'll mix it in there, of course. Yeah. yeah. I mean like um, you know, my wife goes crazy. to the store trying to like yeah. you know, trying to feed four people organically is a lot different than try, you know, buying the normal stuff we normally buy. You yeah, know, exactly. you're talking about probably at least 
thirty percent more. You exactly. Know? So that's all. I mean, for a family of four that's trying to make it through, or a family of five, I mean, that makes a big difference. So I think that's why that kind of continues. I mean, look at a bottle of water. How often is is a bottle of soda cheaper than a bottle of water? Ninety five percent of the time. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. You know. So I mean, uh, you know, some 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 places um, actually went to Cuba. And a bottle of you even went to Cuba. Yeah, so oh, I went to man, Cuba. I hear about that. And that a experience. bottle of rum. Matter of fact, a handle of rum is cheaper than water. What's a handle? I don't know. So a seven fifty, a seven fifty liter. All right, I'm sorry. Uh, a one point seven five. Yeah, liter. it's like a like a big like a like a big thing. The big <laughs> bottle. The big a bottle. big so, bottle. So you have the seven fifty milliliter. Um, and then you've got the big bottle, which is the 1.75 um, or whatever. Yeah, liter. something like that. And uh, so that's cheaper than water over there. That's just, like that. That's yeah, insane. It's crazy. Like that. Um, and we should not live in a world where stuff like that is cheaper than water. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's just, it goes back, like you said, with organic food. It seems like the stuff that is good for you yeah. is either, it's just harder to obtain, harder yeah. to obtain. You know, it's costlier it's whatever well my brother-in-law is he he works with organic farmers Mm. right so like part of that process is where you know where a regular farmer is just spraying some pesticide on some you know on the the products and stuff you know on the on what he's growing and it doesn't call you know you buy the pesticide it's inexpensive you spray it all over it Mm -hmm. when you're trying to grow things organically you're out there picking bugs off of stuff you know so it's like yeah, that takes labor. It takes time, yeah. you know. So that that's part of the reason that I think you have that extra cost. But at the end of the day, like, you know, I just don't know. I mean, we got and regulation. Like yeah. those same farmers, their regulations are way more than it's crazy. Yeah. You know, the guy that sprays these chemicals on his stuff. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's. In, I don't. I don't know. I think the thing that's crazy is is like we think about like. Like, we were talking about with China and, like, how bad their pollution is and all that stuff. But, like, here we are, right? And we're, like, battling that as, like, the unhealthiest people, like, in the world. And I don't know if you saw that it was, like, some documentary that came out. And it was, like, about this Chinese company came into, like, America. And they, like, took over control of, like, this other company. And, like, the difference in, like, they, like, it was, like. It, like the people who were working there weren't ready for the changes. Like oh, it yeah, was, yeah. it was that drastic, right? <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. I guess what I mean is, it's like, if they're that unhealthy, if they and and they're working people like how they're working people, and we're doing like a similar thing here, but not even that extreme. It's like, I I just don't understand like. Why, like, why a person would think that, like, any of them, like, why, they don't care about life at all. You know what I mean? Like, they don't, like, there's people who will defend these people and be like, ah, it's all right that they spray shit. They got to spray the shit on the, on on the crops. Like, they'll say, like, they'll defend these people, but it's like, look at the price that was paid for all of this, right? We're, we're. We are living in a toxic environment. Right. And it's almost kind of like agreed upon. Nobody talks about it, but we all know it, right? We all know that we're in like this toxic ass environment. They're spraying shit everywhere. They're doing all this shit. And it's like, 
how did this ever become acceptable? How did it become acceptable to, 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 to just be like, oh, yeah, I know it's toxic, but, uh, you know. It's because they don't see that process, though. Yeah, yeah, I mean? uh, yeah but, but we've seen, the, like, the decline in health. Like, mm-hmm. we've watched, yeah. like, the decline in health. Like, and it's like, you know, I'm not saying, like, I'm not blaming other people because I'm part of it. Right. But at the same time, it's just like, how do you even do that? Like, my children are, you know what I mean? Like, when your children, when you have children, you start to really begin... To understand, like, damn, like, if some shit doesn't change, they're going to have a fucked up life. Mm-hmm. Right? And yeah. it's like, now, it's like, as a person who's cognizant of that, right, I still find myself unable to, like, I, I you, nobody knows how to even battle this shit. Like, they, people try, like, I, I love it when people... Like, try to go at it, but it's just like, I don't even know how any of this shit changes. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah, I don't know I how mean, it works. Once you get to a certain point where it's just so big, like, how do you, you know, like, it's, I feel like we're coming to a, you know, this is talked about empires and stuff, too. We're getting to yeah. this point where things are, are so big and out of control, you know, and you have, like, one guy like Fauci where he just is, like, his his daughter works at Twitter. Yeah, I mean, like, and his wife. I wonder like, if she looks like him. But, but so now, so now, there's people that like. You wonder how Twitter is like kicking these people off. Well, of course they are because his daughter yeah. works at Twitter. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure she's not like she's the secretary. He calls the her. Yeah. He just you calls I mean? her like, up. Martha, did you see what that doctor said? Right, and like, get him the fuck off. But like, and his wife. Like, I'm reading this about his wife. His wife is uh, uh, she. She's in the department that's directly responsible for clinical trials required for the FDA approval. <laughs> like that's his wife. You can't okay? even make stuff like that up. Like, like that's so when you have these like people like somehow and, and how many times do we see people that go from the FDA or the or the CDC and go and work for Pfizer or Moderna? When you allow these things to happen, nothing good can come from mm-hmm. it. It's this. It's it's uh it's encultured um corruption. Like, it's yes. just a part of the function of the thing. So it's like, yeah. yeah, I don't know if people know red history, but when you start doing shit like right. that, you cannot sustain that. That's that not how, that's yeah. not sustainable. Like, right. it's the exact same shit that happened to, like, Rome. Right. Like, you, exactly. like, it's, it, it's too far stretched out. It's, it's got its tentacles kind of everywhere, but at the same time, it's like, there's fundamental flaws in the thing that aren't being approached. And it's like once you ignore the fundamental flaws, anything in any engineering, anything breaks that way. Yeah, all th- that's how all things break. And it's like I feel like people have been trying to point this shit out, right? They've been trying to be like, "Hey, it's you know, it's fucked up what they're doing to these people." You know, the the we, they try, but it's like the thing is so big that. Them talking at it is doing nothing. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and that's, you know, that's why it's it's awesome that, like, you're, like, into the law. Because it's, like, that's what I'm starting to really see. It's, I, heard, I was listening to a woman the other day. She said, she said, a protest gets people, you know, you go somewhere, you talk about some shit. She said, but that's, but it's a different thing to apply, like, a, a lawsuit. Right. That's a whole different situation. Right. And that's an actual active thing, but it's like most people, like I said, including myself, are so ignorant to the law 
and usually not in a position to really like go like you know to really fund that hmm. like to fund like right. if your company does cheap. you wrong right like yeah, I'm gonna say like oh you know I'm gonna go to court but you, you know like not I don't got that kind of money. Yeah. And, and the thing like, is, I mean, you know, I mean, how many pages do you got to read as a lawyer to to understand and grasp what's going on? Mm-hmm. I can't look at I can't look at three pages and like I try and read stuff and I'm just like I don't re- I don't learn that way. How yeah. intense was it to like pass a bar? Uh, it's honestly it's probably the one of the hardest exam top two hardest exams to take. Um, and if you want to go back to school, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll backtrack to school first, you know, cause getting out of law school, step one, you know, um, once you're in there, it's cutthroat. Um, not everyone like, so basically how it is the grading system, they grade you on a curve. So you, you're required at least in my school, not every school does this or their curves are different, but my school majority of the class is getting around the C, C minus, you know, kind of that range. Um, but you're required to give out a certain amount of D's and F's and you can only give out like one or two A's and then a few B's. So you're graded on this curve. Um, Ivy league schools, I think the curve's a little better. Majority of the class gets like B's and stuff, but for us, it was, it wasn't in your favor. So anyway, getting out of class, getting out of school was step one, you know, as far as keeping those grades. Yeah, Um, and then the bar itself, it's a two day test. So six hours, both days. Um, day one is all federal laws that they're testing you on. And then day two is your state specific. Uh, I'm sorry. No, Pennsylvania was the opposite. Day one was state. Day two was federal. Uh, but that's a, it was a three month training program or study program for the bar. And it's, um, 10 on average, 10 hours a day studying for it. And, um, because they literally, you don't know what they're going to test you on. You know, they could test you on any law out there wow. out of these topics that they provide. And but you don't know what topics are going to be yeah, tested. Yeah. You know, they, like evidence could be on this or it could not. So be. once you pass that, you can you can uh, do law anywhere in the country. So I can practice federal law anywhere. OK. But Pennsylvania law only here. OK. Now, um, actually, the cool thing with PA is. You can wave into other states after about five years of practicing. So last I checked, it was about, I think, 35 states in the country that I'd be able to wave into after five years of practicing here if I wanted. And uh, by that, it's you don't have to retake a whole other exam in that state. You know, you can kind of just wave in. Um, But not every state does that. Florida doesn't do that. Yeah. So you had to retake it when in Florida. So Florida, yeah, you have to you have to retake. And um, if you ever want to leave Florida. You have to retake. They don't have reciprocity with anybody. Um, wow. And so, yeah, it's it's and part of the reason for that is Florida has a lot of attorneys, a lot of older attorneys that they want to protect jobs. And you get like we talked about earlier, everyone's moving to Florida. Everyone yeah. wants to go to Florida. Right. right. And so they're protecting jobs is, is all it is. Um, but, yeah, long story short, it's 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 very difficult. It's something so, that I told myself I never want to do again. <laughs> so how it sounds long, like yeah. how long did it take you from where you started to become or what the first thing you had to do to where you, be, you were a lawyer so um normally law school is about three years okay uh, i did it in two and a half and then um the program after that was about three months so just under three years okay. just under three years it took me to actually get my license 
Okay. And um, and then from there, it's finding a job. <laughs> if you don't open up your own shop, it's finding a job. You know. So how how, hey, how so, difficult of a process was that? For me, it was difficult because at the time I was still in Florida, but I had a Pennsylvania license, mm. and so um, you know, I'm I'm applying everywhere. I'm applying up here. I'm applying to jobs down there that I can do outside of PA. You know, it might not necessarily be an attorney, or it might be federal stuff. Um, and it was difficult because, you know, when I was getting callbacks from PA, you know, now I'm flying back and forth to do interviews. Oh, jeez. You know, yeah. and I'm fresh out of school. I don't have money for this. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, I don't have money for this. And so, um, yeah, so I, I pretty much started by not working a law job in Florida. I, I got a job with Ernst & Young doing um, anti-money laundering, you know, looking at accounts oh, like that. Wow. Uh, so they called it financial crime. So basically I was an analyst. And catching catching whales, you know, uh, money launderers and things like that. <laughs> and um, so, but yeah, it's literally a process, man. You build up your resume and, and so, and then people say, okay, you had a couple of years doing that. Cool. Let's bring you in here. And then I started getting into tax law. I started practicing federal tax down there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a process, man. It really is. And, uh, you know, going back to earlier, uh, my, my head, I'm thinking this is just building up my knowledge, building up my pockets because yeah. at some point I'm going to pull that trigger and open up my own shop. Right, you yeah. know, and um, so, but yeah, like I said, that test <laughs> never, man. never want to do it again, man. Never, okay. ever want to do it again, you know. And it, it cost about uh, twenty five, twenty five hundred dollars to to take it. That's wild. Yeah. So yeah, so pass or fails twenty five hundred. Yeah, yeah, pass or fail. <laughs> so man, so now that that includes your 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 study program. Okay. So which I highly recommend. Because if you're just trying to wing it on your own, chances <laughs> are you're gonna fail. Right. <laughs> Somebody's just walking. Yeah. Like I know the law. <laughs> I had a guy, man. Where's the uh, packet at? <laughs> it was day one. We had Pennsylvania state laws all essay. You know, some states do multiple choice. We do all essays, and um, every essay is like a different topic. You have four topics in one essay, and then there's like six different essays. So total, we probably had like 30, 35 different topics to talk about. And uh, one of the 35 different topics was criminal. And uh, we get out of the out of the um, the test day one. And there's this guy there uh, from he went to Penn. And uh, I just heard him saying, man, uh, I only knew that crim crim part. I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you are fucked. Because I was only one of the 35 topics, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So 50 percent of people failed, actually, when I took it. Really? Yeah. What's yeah, like, is wow. there a national average? Or... Yeah, they they I don't remember what it was back then, but um they'll they'll show you and in Pennsylvania they fuck you too because they'll they'll post how you find out if you passed or not, you have to go online and the people that pass their names are there. Florida they they give you a number, so no one knows your name. So if you're like, "Yo, Jordan took the bar exam. Let's see if he passed or not." You can go <laughs> online and <laughs> Yeah, so they crazy. they set you up for embarrassment, but uh, but fortunately, you know, I got the I got the pass on the yeah. the first go around. But what was it like the first time you had to go to like court? In, yeah, in that capacity. Um, you're scared, man. You're like yeah, yeah. You're, you're nervous, is what it is, because you don't want to look like an idiot. I right, mean, right. You're young, you, and and uh, and you want to win, of course. Right, right. Well, you don't want course. your client to be like, oh, he's incompetent. Right, right. right. <laughs> but yeah, it's it, it's definitely nervous. But you know, it's like anything. You you knock out a couple, and then it gets better. Same with like depositions and hearings and shit like that. You know, you always go in there nervous, like. 
Do you have like TV lawyer like things running through your head? Like, <laughs> I'm gonna have to approach the bench. <laughs> That's what I always wondered. Like, how much of the TV stuff is BS and how much is like real? Like, it, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you know, watching Law and Order, you like, I have this perception <laughs> yeah. of how the court works. I don't really know, but like, That's I just, have this yeah. perception of how. I will, I will say, Law and Order is the closest thing. Oh, is it? To, yeah, that I've seen. Uh, it was written by attorneys. Okay. The, the, well, the script was sense. written by attorneys. Yeah. Um, uh, another show, actually, that's actually pretty pretty close is Suits. I don't know if you've seen that. Uh, I've watched that a little bit. Yeah. I've now, seen it. I didn't that's more entertainment, but yeah. that that show really depicts like they work they work man hours in there, especially the new associates, and that's what we do. You know, you're working twelve plus hour days, and the stress is just unreal. And shit hits the fan every day. You're putting out fires. And that show was constantly... It was entertainment, but they were constantly yeah. putting out fires. Uh, what, like it, is, how, in what way, like, during your work day, like, you say, like, uh, a fire, you know, you got to put fires out. Mm-hmm. And how, like, and what do you mean by that? Like, what what would happen where you're like, damn, I got to handle this? Like, <laughs> so, um, for instance, the easiest one is missing deadlines. You know, filing motions, whatever it is, missing deadlines, discovery deadlines. Um, and it's always something that you fucked up a month ago or you forgot to do a month ago. Mm. And now and you think it's done and you're never going to see it again. And then a month later, it comes out the grave and bites you in the ass on the worst possible day <laughs> is what always happens. Um, and so and and they become fires because your clients get mad. Yeah. They can get mad if you failed to do something right. or you didn't get in on time and then you lose business and everything's run by money right. Yeah. Right. at the end of the day. They're like, I'm so, going to go to fucking jail because you forgot to file it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, sometimes you just have to tell the client, hey, man, you fucked, but... <laughs> so, you ever watch that show Bull? No, no, I've never seen it. So, that, like, this the show Bull is like, uh, it's, it's like a company that basically is, they try and win by, now this is a show, by picking a uh, jury a certain way, like they they have the, like this analysis of how to pick the jury so it favors them. I'm like, how much? I wonder how much that like goes into that. Does that stuff like actually mm-hmm. like that's a consideration when you're absolutely, yeah. absolutely. They call it jury selection. Um, so yeah, that's something that definitely goes into it. Uh, because at the end of the day, every move you make, you yeah. want people that are going to be thinking more towards your side. Right, right. You know, just like with um, when you go into mediations before trial, you want a mediator that's going to be a little more your way. And um, when you take these cases, uh, so for me, you know, we work, insurance companies are typically our clients at, at the firm I'm at now. Um, we make these reports. We generate these reports before we go to mediations and before trial and things like that. To kind of give the client, hey, here's what's going on in the case. And then within that report, we always hit, you know, the juries or what it would be like in similar juries in other cases in this court. Mm -hmm. Uh, How this judge normally rules is judge harsh is he or she, you know, a little chill Uh, opposing counsel. How are they? 
um, uh, demographics of the area, all these things, because you, yeah. you, so you never like know. So there's like a lot of like intricate yeah. details that go into oh, all absolutely. this. That's yeah. like, that, that, yeah. yeah. you know, that, crazy. Well, how, how do you even pick a jury? Like, <laughs> like, like I was thinking about it. I was like, is this like when you're like picking teams for basketball and shit? You'd be like, let me get him. Let me get him. Yeah, I think he was like. <laughs> so I've never personally had to. You know, we at our place, we have trial partners. And so, you know, you're going to be in the game for a good 10 years you know at most places before they start or at least six years before they start letting you do that okay um cool. because that's like the veterans they they yeah, go right? they go yeah. to trial and most cases 99 percent of cases settle before trial they don't they don't even right, go there right. you know but um but yeah you you everything is involved in that you could you know argue a case perfectly and have all the law all the evidence to back you 100 percent, but you just never know what a jury is going to decide and so that's why it is important to to it's, pick. It's kind of crazy, like you know what I mean. Like yeah. I think we yeah. just all we we sort of think that that's normal because that's the process. It's like like you said, you could lay out something completely clearly and have all the legal, you know, yeah. you know, shit behind it, and then a jury's like, nah, <laughs> like that, that's right. kind of insane. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like, you would think that something like something that was going to pick something as important as like a legal outcome you would think that that would be like more like impartial you know what i mean like like okay he said this is this true is this this people sitting there like they don't like the how the person looks or some shit like you know what i mean like they're looking at a lawyer like man look at this dude's teeth like fuck that like like, (laughs) (laughs) like that's that's a crazy way to decide whether or not like you could think somebody uh, make a bad know, impression that could affect whether they go to prison for like. That's ever what I mean. Or, yeah, yeah. Like that's kind of like wow. Yeah. Like, like I never really thought about it like that. Uh, uh, that guy said that. Yeah, I don't like him. He's out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't care what they have to say. I'm, 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 I'm guilty already. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I like that's the. Uh, like I, I always wonder. Like I'm watching, like you know, the Rittenhouse mm-hmm. case and stuff. I'm like, how much is this? Like, like everybody's like, okay, well, this was bullshit. You can't do that in a court of law. And I'm like, I have no clue if that's true or not. Like they can <laughs> be saying that shit on TV, and you don't even know. Like, man, like, and so I like, I always want to like, it's like, you need like a bipartisan lawyer that's gonna be like, yeah, that like sitting there with you to like delegate what's true and what's not. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a lawyer. That would be a good like idea for you, like uh, for like a YouTube like page, right? Like YouTube legal <laughs> breakdown, be like, because people like literally don't know it. Like yeah. you'll be sitting there watching it, and to the layman, like they're like, yeah. this uh-huh. is a different language. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not even like they need people to kind of like mediate that because we don't know the language. Yeah. So you're like, yeah, because like, they're not tr- trial though, like the prosecutor like picked up the gun and was like waving around and there so then i'm reading all these stories how like okay well you can't do that that's like a that's a criminal act or something i'm like okay what is it i don't know <laughs> like are you, you just making that shit like it might be i don't know and yeah. like so then like and that's how like i feel like some like all and this kind of goes to what everything we're saying is like you really just don't know at the end of the day you know what i mean yeah. like I don't know. It's just that whole thing was crazy to me. And like people at work, they're like, he's, he's definitely innocent. I'm like, (laughs) yeah, you guys are also uh, like, 
I can go from one end of the shop and there's like 14 guns. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, of course you think he's innocent. You know, I don't, I, you know, I don't know. The, the, you know, when we're talking about it at work and I, and I have this understanding that they have this perception of how it should be, but is that like really like what happened or are we just, cause we're talking in this echo chamber that, yeah, that's the way it's supposed to be, you know, yeah. like it's crazy to me. I mean, and that's the thing about evidence, right? Like, your own you you only come to the conclusion that the evidence you've seen allows you to right like I remember seeing some video that um, it was the guy who actually made the movie Plandemic, Mickey Willis, mm-hmm. and he put out this video about it and like they showed where like how Rittenhouse got fired on. I, that was something I never knew. I never knew. Like, and they showed it in a video. Like, right, right. And it's like, I did, like, all right, like, if I wasn't paying that much attention to it. But you know how it is. It's like, society will try to, like, they read the make up your, how you should be thinking about this, depending on, like, if you're black, man, you know what I mean? Or, or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, you got to be against that. You got to think, it's like, that's a dangerous place to be at because there's some people who aren't conscious that that's happening. Right, right? right. Some people don't know that they're being swayed like that just with their identity. And, you know, I, I think a lot, the, 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 even with like um stuff with like, like George Floyd stuff, like, uh, you know, everybody think, anybody who's watching a man get killed think it's fucked up. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that there's not other things happening. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Like, you can get so caught up in the emotion of a moment yes. mm-hmm. that you don't see that there's other things happening. Right. And it's mm-hmm. like, I mean, that's, I remember when I was a kid, they all, they always thought about being a lawyer. Cause I was like, like, man, they just get to like make points. Like, <laughs> but you're called an asshole a lot, you know. I bet, I bet. You're <laughs> not the most favorite guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. They see the world differently. You know, people are like, yeah. some people think that like to be a lawyer is to like be like a paid liar, but it's like, no, nah, you're trying to argue somebody's case. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody's entrusted you with that. Yeah. You know, and then, well, I mean, court and law and order, you only work an hour a day. Yeah, right. You only work an hour a day. <laughs> yeah, it's only, right? They're like yeah. the police show up, they talk to the DA, they make yeah. a case, and then you go to court, and then it's, it takes an hour. Yeah, it's only. <laughs> it's only. <laughs> but yeah, people, people get pissed, man. Like when, because I'll listen to, you know, I'll listen to people talk and say whatever they got to say. And um, they get so mad when I don't share their same emotion towards something. And I'm just like, but you're. Like you said, you're looking at it through emotions. Yeah. Or you're only looking at one side. You know, yeah, it sounds fucked up, but there is another side here that needs to be taken into consideration. Right. And um, it's that logical and analytical reasoning type of thinking. And um, and, and that's going back again to COVID and, and the vaccine and everything. When you break it down, like I've broken it down to so many people that all they looked at was the science, the science, the science. And, you know, people that have doctor, you know, their doctors or their, uh, you know, whatever pharmacists. And I broke down. All right, well, let's look at the economics here. Let's look at the politics here. Let's look at history here. Right. And wow, you know what? I didn't even think of that. And I'm just like, yes, okay, science is important. Well, it's not the end all be all. It's not the end all be all here. And it's not settled. 
Science, you know what I mean? Like, pe- people, I heard somebody say, they said, people talking about the science, there's like, there is no such a thing as that. <laughs> there is science, there's the scientific process, but they, they, they say, <laughs> that's what they were saying, they said, I trust the scientific process. I don't trust the science. Like, because science can be skewed. You can manipulate data. That's mm-hmm. a thing that can happen. Oh, you know? yeah, and think new things get discovered. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. I mean, it, it is it is weird trying to exp- trying to explain and break things like that down. Other perspectives. Mm-hmm. They've been taught to really only tune in to certain things, and I think anybody, everybody has been fallen victim to something like this at some point in time, where you just get caught up in like a group thought, and then like you everything you're seeing it through this perspective and this lens, and you're not looking at it from the entire everything. Yeah. You're looking at it from this, and I think everybody falls into that. Yeah, I've just never seen so many people massively caught up in that. Yeah. That's why they call that mass, uh, mass formation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why they call it that. You know, because it's it. I, I I've never We've seen already debunked that. That's not true. It's debunked. It's, it's not happening. Yeah, not yeah. yeah, I know. They're, they're good at this, but they're like, fact checkers. And, Oh, you mean the Reuters fact checkers? Oh, uh, all of them. All, all of them. So, listen, the fact checkers, so I was listening to somebody, and the fact checkers on, uh, I don't know if they're Reuters is the fact checkers for Twitter or Facebook. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. But the CEO of Reuters is also a board member of, board member of Pfizer. Like, how can, That's not a conflict of interest. Not at no. all. Not at all. No. But so, like, it's it's like... But if I tell somebody that, they'd be like, that's not true. I'm like, it, it, it is true. <laughs> People say this stuff like, like yeah, they're you know. And like, <laughs> I've never felt, I was thinking about that the other day. Like, I've shared so many things with people and had them look at me with like blank stares. And it's like, I've never really felt as disrespected <laughs> in my life as I have the last like two years. Like just in saying something that I was just like, I could show you this. Like this is like right here. This is literally in my hand, right here here. in my pocket. It's right here. And they'll be like, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that. I don't, I don't. But it's right here on the CDC site. Like right, this is your source, isn't it? Right. I listened to one time. I sent you that Greg Hunter guy and like the video, and he he brings on people. This one lady, like really, the whole interview is just her bringing up facts. From the CDC website. Yeah. She's like, listen, I'm not making this stuff up. This is the facts. Here's the links. I don't know what to tell you. You got to make your own decision and, and look into this. But I'm just reading to you what the CDC is saying. Yeah. So if they're saying X, Y, and Z, which is counterintuitive what they're saying on TV, I don't know what to tell you. And she was like, uh, she did research on patents and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like she worked for, I want to say Moderna or Pfizer and quit and like she lives in california and like the, her son goes to these schools that are mandating vaccines and stuff and she's like now she's like she quit pfizer and she's trying to fight like she literally tried to get the mayor of san diego like arrested hmm. because they were <laughs> they were trying to mandate the vaccine for the uh police department yeah do people come in there with like stupid requests like do people come in to be like well <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like the people come in and be like, "Well, she got the dog." <laughs> you like, you be like, "What can we do so I can get this dog back?" You yeah. know. Um, at at my current 
firm. I would never see that just because <laughs> it has to go through a certain level of intake before it That's gets to good. my desk. Um, I will say though, uh, now the like the firm I just started, we're starting to get some interesting anyway, yeah. people come through. Yeah, yeah you're probably gonna <laughs> so, get some stuff. Yeah, you're, you're gonna hear those, and um, especially if you get like family law and things like that, you're, you're gonna get some crazies coming with that. Uh, <laughs> But we try to, like I said, limit. We'll we'll touch other topics than just or other areas than just the three immigration tax and personal injury. But um, I try to limit it to those because you are going to see. Yeah, so, like, yeah. immigration wise, what are you doing? Uh, so really, just helping people with uh, you know visas, citizenships, okay. um, not sending them back, trying to keep them here. Right, right. <laughs> um, and it, it's tough, man. That's a tough process. Uh, it's very long, long and drawn out. Uh, and, you know, sad reality is not everyone can stay. My yeah, dad is man. literally, he's trying. So my dad went to uh, to a uh, refugee camp in Greece. Oh, that was in Greece. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so as a, he went as um, through the, through the church and stuff for a missionary trip. Mm. And like he met these two kids and. You know, it's been like a couple of years since he's been there, but like these kids are having all kinds of problems. He's literally going through the process right now, of trying to get these kids. It's crazy. You know, I, I'm not to live with him. Yeah, to live with him, yeah. which I'm a little concerned about because like he's 70, his mm. wife is 70. They have a lot of health issues. Yeah. Like you know, I mean, I appreciate what he's trying to do, but it's you know, if he was doing when he was like 50. Yeah. And had you know, and they don't yeah, have tons different. of money, and they're spending a lot of money and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, they're trying to go through this whole process, and I'm like, geez. And he's telling me what they're doing. I'm like, oh my gosh, like the amount of, I can't even. I, I don't have enough to. Like he's talked to me for an hour, and it was like like a small fraction of what he was doing. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I was like, this is crazy. Like, and I guess there was some kind of like, I don't know. He got a lawyer that. That was like telling me he could do some. Uh, I'm just, <laughs> I, I, I just like, and one one of the kids is now in France because he had to get out of the the, the refugee camp in Greece closed, and because all these things happened, and so now that closed, and one of the brothers went to France, and the other went to. I'm not sure, but then now they're in two separate countries, and it's just like it's insane. And, like, so now he's trying to not only get these two kids over here, but they're in two different areas. And I'm just like, I'm like, dude, you're 70. And, like, I just, like, I applaud you, but, like, I don't know. This yeah. is the time to do such a thing, you know? And, I mean, obviously you were doing that. I'm like, it just seems like such a process. It is. It's very long. And, like, <laughs> you get a lot of attorneys who, especially in immigration, who make promises that they can't keep or oh, yeah. they don't know and they're just – bluffing from the start because they want the business right and they can't deliver happens all the time and it's so unfortunate with the immigration clients because a lot of these people they don't they don't have the money but they they come up with it right to get here yeah he did a gofundme and people donated to the gofundme and i'm like and i and unfortunately i don't have time i mean i just don't have time to help him yeah you know i it's i wouldn't but like I don't know anything about the lawyer, you know, and he's going, you know, he's getting recommendations from people. I'm like, I hope everything works out. But mm-hmm. like, you know, like you said, like, you just don't know, you don't know, you know these people and if they, they have the same, like, you know, hope he does. And yeah, they can tell you anything, you don't know, you know, yeah, there's t- tons of federal programs, I'm sure to get 
you know, I'm just like, I, I mean, I, I kind of hope they're just their health. My quite my problem is their health. Yeah. Like they're not, you know, we're healthy people. So mm-hmm. it's like, <laughs> I mean, you deal with this all the time. Like to go through that and be seventy. Yeah, it's that's just it's too much, too much burden to take on the stress, and um, so yeah, that's basically what we do with that. And it's you see some sad stuff, you know. Yeah, you see some sad stuff, sad cases, uh, especially when you start dealing with asylums, uh, people in countries that need to flee literally for their lives right. and can't go back, or they might get killed. And so the, that's that process is even more of a headache, more paperwork, and um, it's just so many of them so many everywhere um it's crazy that you know <clears throat> you know we we live these lives and we 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 have these issues and we we give the issues so much you know importance you know and it's like nah, like there's some there's people every day who knows how many Hundreds of thousands of people in the world are just trying to escape somewhere just so they don't have to go back and get killed. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes you just got to put things in perspective. It's like, I mean, and I'm sure, in the, you know, in doing that and working with the law, like you see, you know, shit could be worse. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like shit could be way worse. Yeah. To the point where you know you, you you know you you about to get sent back to a country where you could die. Like yeah, I don't know, man. That's that's wild. So most of like immigration's fraud, like you deal with, is like Cuban defectors, or is it just like in general any South American, or is it all over? Yeah, it's all over. I've had actually a lot of Venezuelan okay, clients yeah. come through, and actually in Florida and Orlando, there's a very large Venezuelan population. Okay, and for that's a country actually that you could argue asylum for 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 people. Uh, we have a lot of Filipinos in the area down really? there. Uh, that's a little different. You're not really going to get asylum out of them, but just the population there. Um, and then uh, a lot of Caribbean, you know, Guyanese, Jamaican, Haitian. Really? Down there. Well, Haitian's yep. bad. Yeah. Yep. So you get an influx. Um, Cuban, we get some. There's more so in Miami. Okay. Uh, in Orlando, though, we get some, but I don't have a whole lot of, you know, Cubans come through. But, yeah, mostly Spanish-speaking. Um, and then Caribbean, of course, um, but it it really varies. Like, that's, that's the cool thing, though. It's like it's a melting pot down there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have everything. You have Arab too. Like it's yeah. just, but it's it's in their pockets. But it's a melting pot down there. I mean, there. Miami was one of the coolest places I think I've ever been. Like we went down one one time when we were going to Key West. We stayed in Miami for I think it was a night, and we went and like walked along the beach and stuff. Okay. And like the amount of different. Um, languages you heard just walking on that beach and like mm-hmm. you know it was just kind of crazy it was but it was pretty awesome it was like a cool place because you're just in a place where i never was in a place where there's that much diversity yeah you know and it's, you just uh, like it was i don't know it was crazy and, i mean when i went the, the last time i was in miami was when we was all down there um was that was that three four years ago or whatever mm-hmm. and um yeah like that was different man that was like like that kind of like imprinted like on me because I was like, there was a certain energy that was like kind of in the air that was just like different. There was just a different things were alive, like things were like you know, and 
I think that that's, you know, like you said, when you get those kinds of melting pots, you got these people over here doing this and these people over here doing that. It's like, and then those things start to mix up. That builds a certain energy in a place as opposed to like Ephrata, for example, right? It's all kind of like (laughs) the same types of people doing the same things that they've been doing for generations. And it's just a stagnant energy. It's not, there's not the energy of, Mm -hmm something's happening here it's just like right. oh everybody's right. asleep <laughs> like, like it's you know that's when me and Nell, when we used to come back off the turnpike we always used to say it would, it'd be like two three in the morning we'd be like oh come well we're in the twilight zone again you know we there was just people alive and doing things and now you pull into this town and life is just shut down it's yeah, not even I mean, there's nothing happening it's like I, it's it's so depressing. I mean, it must be hard for you to come back here, <laughs> <You know? laughs> especially in the winter. <laughs> yeah, man. that's why when I come home, I have to, I go to Philly. Uh, you know, I go go places just to try and try and maintain yeah. the sanity. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. just well, Philly's got to yeah. hard to go to now because yeah, now it's tough. Yeah, vaccine. You gotta have vaccine for everything. So in, I haven't Philly, been in the yeah. city since the mandate. Restaurants, sporting events, yeah. uh, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, because yeah. we were gonna go. Me and my wife wanted to go. I saw there's uh, Eagles tickets for sale a couple weeks ago, two weeks ago, and I was like, I was like, and they were cheap and they were good seats, and I was like, I can't even go. No. I, you know, I can't even get in there. You know, so I was like, whatever. I was just like, Call but, baby. You, but you know what? <laughs> you start filming, you start looking like I pay attention to the stadiums and all the stadiums, the NFL stadiums, they ain't at a hundred percent of capacity anymore. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. So like you got some people that are like, that's what the thing, that's the strange thing for me with the NFL. Like your typical probably NFL fan, I would say would be more conservative, more right leaning fan, you know? And like, they're taking this like stringent, like stand against this stuff like and i'm like kind of surprised that like they're they're and they're pretty heavy-handed about it like the one player uh cole beasley he came out in the beginning of the season preseason was like listen he just like talked about his rights and talked about how he felt about it because somebody asked him he didn't go out out and talk about it somebody asked him a question Mm -hmm. and then like since the whole season he's been fined a hundred thousand dollars for COVID related things, mm-hmm. hundred grand for for his uh, unvaccinated. Yeah, he's been unvaccinated because he's been unvaccinated. He's like, I guess if you get close contact right away and you're unvaccinated, they fine you. I'm just like, this is some uh, this is some crazy stuff. It's been interesting watching the NBA and, NBA too. and watching you know things you know with Kyrie yeah. and the, I, I just listened to oh uh, uh, I was listening to High Wire. Um, they had um, Jonathan Isaac yeah. on there, you know, from the Magic. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he was on there talking about, you know, but he said that most of the people on his team were pretty, you know, supportive. Because that's really what you find out in the end. Right. Is that people really don't, like, there are, you have the extremists who like, like, oh, it's, it's fucked up to not do it. But most people have enough respect for other people to just say, hey, you're intelligent enough to make your own decision on this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, And I think, like, when I was talking to my dad, I think he finally got to that place where he was like, why why isn't it that a person, like, why shouldn't a person have a choice? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that, it, it, whether or not you agree with the vaccination or not, 
most people, I think, are starting to sway to the other side because they're starting to understand that there's a bigger conversation here. Mm -hmm. This is really about bodily autonomy. That's really what this is about. Does a person have a right to not put something in their in their body? Does the federal government have the right to tell a person what they have to put in their body? That's an important that may be the most important legal concept ever. Because if you don't have if you don't have the right to tell somebody that you don't want to put something in your body, what rights do you really have? You know what I mean? Like what yeah. rights do you really have if somebody could be like, look, you go, you got to put this in your body or we're going to shut you off from society. It's yeah. like, that's the most important thing I think I've ever heard. Like that, when I think about my kid's future, that's the scariest concept to me. Yeah. The fact that somebody one day be like, hey, you know, it's 2042. And uh, you, if you want to come to this school, you, you need a tail. <laughs> you need a tail. We're, all of us, we get genetic implant tails. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like it sounds crazy, but we live in a world where you don't even know what the fuck five years from now is gonna look yeah. like, or next year yeah. for that matter. So, <laughs> I mean, imagine the if, science is getting out of control. Imagine if they would have uh, passed that mandate. I know. So you yeah. wouldn't even really know what if they. I mean, this country would look a lot different this week if they would have passed. Oh that. my goodness! Mm-hmm. So I mean, like you would have. I think they said it would have affected 80 million workers. Yeah. 80 million. That's, yeah. that's so, when you got 130 million population, 80 million is quite that's a large a percentage of, of that. That's a lot of people. <laughs> so it's how? like, we're, uh, uh, I think that that's the thing is like, we're, we're coming into this world where, and we already actually are already here. Like the world we live in is moving so fast yeah. and the science, you know what I mean? Like there's just, you know, like when you see something, you'll see like a YouTube clip or some like science science experiment or something, and you're like, I didn't know that shit existed. <laughs> you know? Like when that when you see like the dancing robots and shit, it's like I know some people that are like that's all, but to me, I'm like that's some Black Mirror shit yep. about to happen. I was <laughs> watching uh, before you guys got here. They have in China, they have a picture and. The picture is of the newscaster, and he's a real newscaster. Right next to him is the AI-engineered newscaster that looks exactly like the guy. It talks and speaks exactly like the guy. Oh, wow. And he's AI-engineered. So now they don't even need that newscaster to, to say whatever they want to say. can do that from his house. engineer yeah. that guy. And well, they don't even need the guy. They don't need him. Yeah. Like when they made that Joe Rogan, like they made like a Joe Rogan dialogue completely out of snippets of him yeah. saying words yeah and like made a consistent like somebody said one day there's gonna be a situation where somebody's gonna call you right and then when you get off the phone with them you're gonna have to call them to to make sure that you actually talk to the real person well they already... <laughs> you'll be like did you just call me did we like just it's like yeah what's scary is the government already has the technology to take they, if you have recorded anything like online or have any recording of you, so obviously you can talk on the phone, they have a recording of you. They can take that recording and take a picture of you and make you make it look like you said whatever they want. The, want yeah. it's 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 crazy. It's so insane. That, so, insane. so like, what do you really even know what anybody said is true or not? Uh, and they're taking AI exactly. in China. And they're, yeah. I mean, they, China can do it. You don't think we, I mean, we can do that. 
I think things started That's crazy. To, I think a lot of this shit started to fall apart when they came out with that uh, reality television. Because it was yeah. clearly not real, and then right. they called it reality television to make you think that that was real, right? right. It's like there's this discrepancy between what is real and what's not, and then, and it's a it's a point for people to argue over. Like you know exactly what what's happening with the COVID. Like that's the the, the information around it. There's people who don't under who, who don't uh, trust certain ways of thinking. Like, they won't even consider it. Like, if somebody say, hey, you know, it's like show efficacy and stuff like Like, I would doubt it, but I'm not going to completely be like, oh, everything you've heard is bullshit. Like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. But I think on the flip side, they're like, don't let any of it in because it's almost like a disease. Because they've spent all this time talking shit about all these people. To some of these people, the worst thing that can happen is, is that they actually become one of the people they were just talking shit about. To me, at, <laughs> you know, at the want, end of this, what happens that? when, what if you're one of those people that are pushing the vaccine and all that kind of stuff, what happens if a family member dies from that? Mm. And the reality sets in that maybe. That happens to a lot of people. You know, what happens if a kid, you, you va- think about this, you vaccinate your kid that's five to ten years old five to whatever you want to say and that kid like six months down the road develops autoimmune autoimmune disease or or, or some kind co- or might what whatever that might occur <laughs> i can't say that word yeah. Yeah. Tail. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tail so now you you for the last two years in your mind you've thought this way and like you've heard nothing but this kind of blah 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 this is this is what we have to do we're doing it for the greater good of everybody but Anthony Fauci, you're listening to everything he says. He's watching him on YouTube. And you gave your kid a vaccine. Huh. and the re- Or two of your kids. Heaven forbid, two of your kids. And and the doctor says, listen, uh, yeah, your kid, sorry, but he's he probably, he's he's going to, I mean, the mitochondritis thing, you don't, that that's not something that goes away. No. You have that for life. And you somehow, like, destituted your kid with this thing. For the rest of the life, because you, and then the reality sinks in that you've been, and you're on Twitter and you're on Facebook fighting with these people that they're full of shit because of this. Like that, I mean, I can't imagine being that person. That's true, man. Because that's that's the reality that can easily happen, that has been happening. Yeah, man. It's a a crazy world, man. It is. But hey, man. Hey, I wanted to, I wanted to thank you, man, for coming on, man. Is there anything you, uh, Anything you want to say uh, before you, uh, to you know, to the trillion, the trillions of people listening? That's right. It's gone on. Yeah, no, I appreciate you both for having me today. Oh, um, you know, like I said, get back down to Florida tomorrow. Um, but I think I'm following you, man. Come on, man. With, come on. There's plenty. I think of I'm following you, man. You I think. Though? Listen. Yeah, I'm flying. I'm flying. I'm flying. Listen, I'll, I'll, I'm going to have to drive too if, if I move down. There. <laughs> so, but the best thing I can say to everybody is um, it's okay to listen to people. It's okay to talk, you know, watch TV, whatever you got to do. But at the end of the day, do your own research. Yeah. You know, check it out. Have conversations with people. Yep. Do your own research. You know, just because Jordan said it doesn't mean it's true. Right. You know, yeah. go look it up. Yeah. Right. Don't, right. You know, so. Don't believe shit I say. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I want you to look up what I have, what yeah. I said. Yep. Absolutely. Exactly. But yeah, man, thanks again for coming on. And uh, we'll. Uh, We'll see everybody on out. You got anything to say, Rob? No, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Well, thanks. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks for coming back and, and checking this out one more and time. I'll uh, uh, put Will's little 
portion of Will's song at the beginning of this, and we'll have the link for his new song for the the entirety of the new song in the description. Yeah, yeah. So make sure you listen to that and support Will, of course. So. Yeah, let me know if it sucks. <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, seriously, thank you, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Later. Oh, man. <laughs>